Hey, so where am I right now? I'm not sure. The container walls are hindering my sensors. Wait a minute. They must have hijacked the truck and taken me to their evil lair. Okay, so lady, we're gonna have to fight our way out of this one. Three, two, one! What is this place? Sweet lady, where am I? You're in the most secure facility on the eastern seaboard. The damage controlled deep storage vault. No! Seriously? You're Spider-Man. From YouTube. I'm not. I'm not. You are here? Actually, it turns out it was the perfect sort of couple of moments that you needed, right? To urge you on, right? What do you think? What do you think? Yeah. Let's just say it once. That was a test, right? Remember me? Uh, hey. hey, I need information. You can give it to me now. Alright, chill. Come man. on! What happened to your voice? What do you mean, what happened to my voice? I heard you by the bridge, I know what a girl sound like. I'm not a girl, no, I'm a boy. I mean, I'm a, I'm a man. I don't care what she was, boy, girl. I'm not a girl, I'm a man. Come on, man, look, who is selling these weapons? I need to know, give me names or else. You ain't never done this before, huh? Deactivate interrogation mode. Look, man, these guys are selling weapons that are crazy dangerous. They can't just be out on the streets. Look, if one of them can just cut Delmar's bodega in half, imagine... No Delmar's. Yeah, the best sandwich in Queens. Subhaven's pretty good. Well, it's too much bread. I like bread. Come on, man, please. Stupid interrogation mode, Karen. Don't ever do that again. The other night you told that dude, if you're gonna shoot somebody, shoot me. It's pretty ballsy. I don't want those weapons in this neighborhood. I got a nephew who live here. Who are these guys? What can you tell me about the guy with the wings? Other than he's a psychopath dressed like a demon, nothing. I don't know who he is or where he is. I do know where he's gonna be. Really? Yeah, this crazy dude I used to work with. He's, he's supposed to be doing a deal with him. Yes! Yes! Hey, hey, <laughs> hey, hey! I didn't tell you where. You don't have a location. Right, of course. Yeah, my bad, silly. Just, yeah. Where is it? Can I give you some advice? Hmm? You gotta get better at this part of the job. I don't understand. I'm intimidating. It's Staten Island Ferry, 11. Oh, that's soon. Hey, that's gonna dissolve in two hours. No, 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 no. Come fix this. Two hours, you deserve that. I got ice cream you in here, You deserve that, man. you're a criminal. Bye, Mr. Criminal. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Three Beers and an MCU, name still pending. I am your host, Bernie, or Burn Appetit on Instagram, and I am joined by my usual co-host, one goes by the name Balder the Beautiful. The other goes by Volstag the Enormous. Please welcome <laughs> Dwayne and Skay. Hello. I'm Volstag. Yeah. <laughs> what did you say? Bald and beautiful? Balder the Beautiful. The Balder the Beautiful. From Thor, Skay. Even though we're not here to talk about Thor, I just wanted you to be Volstag the Enormous. And with that, we have two super special repeat guests on this week. One is from the hit 
podcast, Front Row Negative. The other is from Three Beers and a Mic. Please welcome Aaron and Rami. Say hello, guys. What's up? Hey, what's going on, guys? Thanks for having me back. Thank Thanks for, for having me on for this, uh, for this very first time for me to be on since the last episode was lost. Oh, yeah. You got uh, deleted. You're in, you're in the... Uh, yeah, I got snapped. So, so did Rami. You're in the void. Oh, I yeah. You both got snapped. Oh, yeah. You're right. We both did. <laughs> victims. Victims of a terrible accident. So, so you're oh, talking man. about a return that I wasn't a part of. So. Uh, wow. Whoopsies. Well, this will be the... Uh, this is like the double redemption episode. So that's perfect. Yeah. yeah, perfect. Well, we'll just power through so. and uh, we'll make up for it later. Apologies <laughs> to you both, but welcome back. Welcome back to Earth yeah. from the blip. Uh, wait, we don't know about the blip yet. Um, <laughs> just just welcome. Uh, before we get into what are we all drinking, Skay's got a little housekeeping stuff for us, so take it away, Skay. Okay. I, hey, I would just like to remind everybody to head on over to crossthestreamsmedia.com for links to all of our social media, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, the TikTok that Dwayne religiously updates. You can also <laughs> listen to every one of our episodes as well and check out our merch and leave us a, a review. Uh, another exciting feature is the voicemail function. You simply go to the show page, click the mic icon in the bottom right-hand corner, and you can record a voicemail telling us how much you love us, or hate us, or really whatever you want to say. You might hear yourself on a future episode of the show, so check that out. Uh, while you're there, check out some of our sister shows on the network as well. Movie Gap, the regular run of Three Beers and a Mic, the Dan Aykroyd podcast, Secondary Heroes, Four Dorksmen, the Burt Reynolds and Charles Bronson podcast, and one of our newest additions, the, the returning Front Row Negative. I, I'm not sure if that'll be on when we get there or not, but anyways... It should be on. Is it should be on by then? It should be on. Yeah, the first oh, our awesome. return episode was released earlier this week. It's on. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Oh, wonderful. That's that's this, that's great. This and more, all in one easy to navigate location over at crossthestreamsmedia.com. Sweet. Yes. All right, fellas. What are we drinking? Let's start with Rami. What are you drinking tonight? So I do have three beers today. Um, I have started off with a bourbon barrel quad, uh, which is the Boulevard Brewing Company. It's a, it's, it's really, really good. Um, the bourbon barrel aged beers, you know, I can take them or leave them. But this one is actually, this one's actually not bad. Uh, for my second choice, I have my Little Snack Pilsner. I drank this on um, like two or three podcasts ago. Uh, it's Pretty awesome, and um, I have a new pickle beer. Rick, <laughs> I have a spicy pickle beer, which is sort of like a Bloody Mary in a can. So that's going to be my third one of the night. So yeah, some good selections today. It is way too late to be drinking that. <laughs> well, it's in my rotation. I wanted to at least have three. So, Aaron, what are you drinking? Uh, I am semi exhausted, so I am drinking. This Monster Energy Ultra Gold. Love it. And then also a two liter of Mountain Dew. Oh, <laughs> wow. Diet. Wow. Good Diet for you. Mountain Dew. That's great. Holy fuck, man. Yeah. <laughs> Don't go dying on us. We, we just added you to the network, man. <laughs> <laughs> Your heart exploding. 
Hey, you didn't say how many episodes I had to produce just so you have a channel. <laughs> Skay, what are you drinking? So I went, there's a new beer place like right next to our apartment here. It's West Point Beer if you're in the neighborhood for some beer. Uh, the guy there was really nice. I got a snake dog. Uh, it's a flying dog. It's an IPA from them. Snake dog. Uh, there's Snoop's the... less known cousin. Yes. <laughs> snake dog. Uh, there's a fathead brewery, uh, Bumbleberry. It's a honey Love blueberry it. L. That's just so pretty good. good. And then to top it all off for dessert here, I got a Weyerbacher, uh Blithering Idiot. It's uh, barley wine ale. It's eleven point one percent. Oh wow! So, wow! 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 He's gonna get lit over this three-hour episode. <laughs> Good for you! Wow! So I'm not gonna sleep, and he's not gonna feel anything. I'm not gonna be awake. Yeah, <laughs> or remember. <laughs> Dwayne, what are you drinking? Well, I'm pulling a Rami uh, since it's Wednesday. I'm going with a little Jameson, little whiskey Wednesday. All right. Good for you. Awesome. That's awesome. Uh, I'm avoiding liquor for all podcasts from here on out, I think. (laughs) And yeah, good good, uh, decision. (laughs) (laughs) I am sticking with my usual water. Michelob Ultras. Yeah. Nothing exciting from me. That's it? Just three Ultras? Oh, yeah. That's it. Pathetic. Whatever. Pathetic. <laughs> All right, Dwayne, why don't you hit us up with that IMDb synopsis for Spider-Man Homecoming? Peter Parker balances his life as an ordinary high school student in Queens with his superhero alter ego Spider-Man and finds himself on the trail of a new menace prowling the skies of New York City. That's it. All right. All right. <laughs> All right, there you go. It's another classic cliffhanger yeah. synopsis for my MDB. <laughs> that was well worth it. All right. So Spider-Man Homecoming came out in 2017, and it was the 16th movie in release order. We're on the last stretch here, boys. Um, it is a Sony and Columbia movie since they own the rights to Spider-Man. It's a little bit different. The movie starts with... Michael Keaton looking at a kid's drawing of the Avengers, which is actually a pretty good little drawing. Um, He's part of a crew that's tasked with cleaning up the mess of New York and the alien invasion that we saw um, in Avengers, the first Avengers movie. They're breaking down the ships and taking parts. A random government lady comes in and tells them all post-battle cleanup operations are now under their jurisdiction. They won't say what part of the government they work for yet, but pretty much they're telling Keaton to go fuck himself. (laughs) (laughs) They want him to turn over all exotic materials he collected or else he will be prosecuted. Um, You shouldn't overextend yourself. (laughs) We'll get there, but I immediately have an issue with what's happening. Why would the city contract fucking regular Joe Schmo (laughs) to clean up and salvage alien materials like this? I don't it's think insane, he's a, right? I don't think he's a Joe Schmo. I mean, at this point, he, he what is their business? I know he was on cleanup business, so he's got the resources, he's got the trucks, he's got the crew. No, he said and, he had to and, buy all that. 
Yeah. Well, similar. I mean, because it's such a large scale project, but he no, has. No, 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 no. I think it, this opportunity came up and he was like, fuck, I can make some money. Let me get some trucks in here. Well, he's probably a contract, like a, just a contractor in general for construction, and he yeah. thought he could do a cleanup crew. Yeah, Dwayne, do you know any companies currently right now that can clean up an alien invasion? You want to call them? That's you what know I'm saying. Government that would trust alien tech to just no. Joe Schmo? No, but <laughs> like, it's I don't, insane. Like, I don't think that they're assuming that he's going to be stealing alien technology on the side and no, selling it I, on the black market. It's alien technology. You, you, cannot, you have to assume that they're going to do <laughs> yeah. that. So, so maybe in the process of them giving in this contract to, to a guy, they decided, hey, maybe that wasn't the smartest thing. Let's give it to more appropriate people, you know, in the meantime, which is what they did. They came in and said, yeah. Hey guys, we, yeah, you guys aren't on this project anymore. We're going to bring in someone else. But yeah. I mean, dude, the scaffolding that they had on the side of the alien, like beast worm thing, that was really cool. That is really cool stuff because I mean, they start off the movie with trying to explain how are they going to clean up this huge disaster in New York? Um, well, they have a cleanup crew. And they put scaffolding on the side of some like huge alien beast worm. I thought that was really a good touch. Yeah. Um, he did overextend himself. He said that he pretty much put all his life savings into these trucks and hired extra crew for this job. And one of the government guys uh, makes a comment about it. And then he gets walloped. <laughs> Michael yep. Keaton gives him the old right-hander. Shouldn't overextend uh, yourself. <laughs> Oh yeah, you know our right, guy. I'm Batman. <laughs> he punches him. So Mike Keaton says before he punches anybody, he says, "I'm Batman," and then punches him. <laughs> See, I think Michael Keaton has like a like really good case here for like a court battle. Like oh, he, yeah. these contracts were written out to him. He hired all these crews, spent out, laid out all this money. Yeah, he shouldn't overextend himself. Whatever, but like this is in fucking writing with the city of New York. You would imagine, right? Yeah, unless inside the contract it was an at-will-based job to where they can let them go or change it up whenever they want. They can end the contract early within whenever they want. I'm mm. glad he. I'm glad he punched that guy. We'll have to get this... some input from uh, a good listener, Josh Brown. <laughs> uh, he's a lawyer in Pittsburgh, and we'll have to see what he says about the legal matters in this in this uh, case right here. Do you guys agree that that this sets up like a, a pretty cool, you know, storyline for the villain? It's it's nice, it's short, it's sweet, it gets to the point, and it's direct. It's like, okay, this dude spent all of his life savings, the government's effing him over, and now he wants revenge. I thought it was a good setup. Yeah, it's yeah. fine. It's yeah, it's good for revenge. I, I don't I, know how I, else you set up the character of Vulture than the, than this in a movie. <laughs> Uh, well, all right. Besides an old man dying looking for youth. Yeah. Besides an eight-year-old who somehow has magnetic wings. Yeah, Mr. Burns with wings. Uh, so the department we find out is the Department of Damage Control, or <laughs> or Dudk. Um, that's a good joke I put in there. Um, <laughs> they're basically uh, they're paying Tony Stark, who made the mess, to also clean up the mess. Yeah. Um, but damage control is from the comic books. Yes. Yeah. They they Everything were is. this whole movie is <laughs> in my opinion a gigantic love letter to Spider-Man comics. Um, 
I will do yeah. my best not to geek out too much. Um, <laughs> but I will point out some things. So, fair warning. Keaton and his crew are watching a news segment that explains this exposition, which is very convenient for us, the movie watchers. <laughs> um, they are experimenting on all the alien tech and... Um, there's some that was left in a pickup truck, which is also very convenient. Mm-hmm. Um, we get to see the tinkerer, you know, mess around with all this cool little alien tech. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, this is exactly why you wouldn't let a company of Joe Schmoes be in charge of this alien tech. <laughs> <laughs> um, one scene later, uh, it shows you why this is a horrible idea. Yeah, but it's because they've now been kicked off the project and they want to, uh, you know, no government would ever allow it, Rami. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Like, there's there's no course in saying that beforehand they were doing these experiments. Maybe they were on the straight and narrow, and now they're like, "Well, screw it. We'll just steal as much as we can." I totally agree. Michael Keaton yeah. doesn't really get the idea. You know, he's just there cleaning shit up. Yeah. Yeah. No, now but that the he... option of stealing it is always there because you there's no regulation. You're That's just right. Joe Schmo. I, I, hey, hey, hey. I agree what you're saying, but what I, I'm just saying that to me, the way it looked is that he started this underground business after they screwed him over, he sees Iron Man comes no, in. I know, but that's the risk his... you take in hiring Joe Schmo fucking nobody to do it. It's also the risk you, you take when you fire the person who you hired in the first place. But you hey, you know we got a whole movie to get through, right? Hey, okay. I'm just going to say I'm this. Just, I'm just saying, it's not Rami's like they're, wrong, overruled. They're hey, not right. evil like from the get-go. I would like to say they're, Go they're ahead, maybe they were doing it. It's not it about them being evil from the get-go. It's about I, them I'm, never doing it in the first hey, place. Go ahead, I'm just going to say this. You don't have to follow company rules if you're no longer part of the company. Yeah, I mean, they, they got the idea after they were screwed. But so anyway, they would never ahead. be in that position in the first place. Therefore, eliminating if, your opinion and you're wrong, overruled. If it wasn't for Tony Stark. You know, this is Tony Stark's fault. All of it. Uh, it's it all his fault. Eight years later, there's an assembly line of tech stuff now. People are poking and prodding stuff, soldering this, blowtorching that. He's creating jobs in an open market. Good shooting for alien guns they built, putting in crates and selling it to the underworld of New York City. He means eBay. It is an open market. He's creating jobs. He, job security. Shockingly, it's done great. You can't okay. put it on eBay. You Tony can Stark if you listen as an on antique. eBay. If it's an antique or a replica, you can put it on eBay. <laughs> the vulture flies in, drops some more scraps of shit off. Uh, he's so much cooler. In this, than the comic vulture, it is not even. Said. It's not even a question. <laughs> I, I literally put that in my notes. If you were going to do vulture, I cannot think of a better way to do it than what I'm watching right now. Yeah, it's have, it's phenomenal. I have a question regarding that. In the comics, does he wear that like bomber jacket underneath no, the suit? No, uh, he wears a green no. sweater with like white feathers around. <laughs> See, the it's kinda, it's, it's got like a furry that. collar. It's got like a furry collar in the yeah. Vulture is like an 80-year-old bald-headed uh like like green skin suit wearing guy. It's it's the worst it's the worst villain. It's one of the worst villains in Spider-Man lore. So it not is only one of the best. Just imagine Mr. But Burns in a green flight that's, suit. That's what I there was going to say. Burns in a flight Aaron. suit, yeah. Oh my god, that's perfect. He's Mr. Burns in a flight suit. He sucks. <laughs> He's also one of the first Spider-Man bad guys. If he is the first, isn't no. I think Chameleon's the first. Chameleon's the first. Um anyway. 
it cuts to a film by Peter Parker. He's filming his trip to Germany with Tony. We see Happy driving him around and babysitting. He's basically annoying the shit out of Happy. Um, <laughs> He's annoying the shit out of me, too. I hated this fucking part. I really <laughs> dislike Peter no. Parker with this intro. This sucked. Oh, this no. fucking sucked. I thought it I, was awesome. I He's a teenager. That. He's a teenager. I, I get it, and I hated it. <laughs> I thought it was great. It shows you a cell phone perspective of his uh, uh, his Civil War reenactment. We're of, like, not there yet, Rami. Saw. We're not there yet. All right, I'm just. We'll I look love back. This. All right, <laughs> we have to uh, we have to see uh, Happy tell Peter to suit up, and he puts on his shitty homemade costume instead of the one in the briefcase <laughs> that Tony left him because yeah. he didn't he didn't know that his hotel room had like a whole nother section to it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, so he puts on the high tech one, and then we get to the part where he's like filming right before the big fight scene in Civil War and stuff. Um, right before he says under Rue, and he flips in and grabs the shield off Captain, all that stuff. Uh, he starts filming the actual fight, uh, especially whenever he's trying to fight uh, Giant Man. Uh, then he goes. Then it shows him in the hotel talking like to himself about like how great it was. Um, I agree. I actually liked all this because this is like if you were a teenager, this is how you would be acting. Like, oh my god, I can't believe I was yeah, that part was Captain America. <laughs> yeah, that part was that part was pretty cool. Yeah, because in this movie, I mean, they actually say his age. He's he's fifteen. Yeah. So that's how a fifteen-year-old would act, and. So I, I can understand what Skay's saying. Uh, adults may find that rather annoying, which is what Happy's conveying to the audience. He's yeah. very annoyed by this <laughs> interaction. So I get it. I appreciate, you know, that that's, that's the way they chose to frame it here. And He's it, a babysitter. It, it pissed me off. He's it all right. Me off. All right. He's not a babysitter. He is an asset a manager. <laughs> The handler. Yeah. <laughs> it's ass ma- asset management, they call it, which I think is pretty funny. Um, yeah, so... Um, so he's Tony the ass films- man. <laughs> <laughs> Tony films an alibi for Aunt May and um, makes a skimpy outfit joke because Tony is a gigantic pervert. And he basically tells Happy to watch over Peter and make sure he doesn't do anything stupid or get himself killed. Like a babysitter. Um. This yes. is where he tells him, "Happy's your handler. Call him." Yep. <laughs> yeah. Don't Call him, don't leave me alone. I, I mean, do. His, Go ahead. His, his advice is awesome. He's like, "Don't do anything that I would do, and don't do anything that I wouldn't do." There's like this gray area where you fit in. Just, I mean, he gives him no advice. He's like, "Just, just don't mess up." Basically, is what he says, and he kicks him out of the car. I did like the end of that scene where Tony reaches over to like open oh, the door yeah. for him, and Peter goes in and gives him a hug. <laughs> like the awkward no, hug. We're not there yet. We're not there yet. <laughs> Just, I was opening the door for you. Get out. Yeah, that was great. He does let him know that he's not an Avenger either. And yeah, he'll call him for future future missions and whatnot. Uh, it cuts to two months later, and Peter's taking the subway to school. He's texting Happy nonstop. Uh, like hundreds of text message, unanswered text messages about the next mission. Yeah. Um, 
we get our first look at high school Peter, which is always fun. That's what uh, makes Peter Parker great is to see how he interacts in high school and being bullied and stuff by Flash, Flash Thompson. He calls him Penis Parker. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. <clears throat> Rami is having uh, PTSD from all this high school <laughs> bullying stuff. <laughs> No, I like that they made Flash like a, a, a not a, a you know overly buff football, not forty years athletic, old, yeah, super old, not old a jock, guy. not yeah, a jock. Yeah, he's just he's a guy who has money in um, a douchebag. Yeah, he's still he's still a jerk, but he's just a rich sort of um, kid who's well off and drives a nice car and just makes fun of Peter Parker. Like no, the, no, his his dad's car. His dad's car, yeah. So yeah. I, I I like that they kind of mix that up. That that's appropriate for this movie. It's not um like in the f- f- first Spider Man, um, Tobey Maguire Spider Man. Flash is played by that Joe. Um, can never pronounce his last name. Manganiello. Yeah, yeah, and he's like thirty years old. <laughs> yeah, in that movie. Uh, yeah, this is much more realistic. Um, we see his friend for the first time and he wants him to build a Lego Death Star with him. And Peter says he can't because he has the Stark internship. He tells him he will build the base at home and then take it over to Peter so they can work on it, which is important for later. Yep. Um, but see, I've watched this like five times. I've never caught that. <laughs> <laughs> that he actually tells oh, him he'll wow. be waiting for yeah. him later. He, he, oh, okay. he tells him that. Uh, but Peter's distracted because he sees a lady and he doesn't hear him. Um, and then it cuts to Peter in chemistry and he's watching YouTube videos of himself as Spider-Man. <laughs> Which is what you would do. Yeah. You would if do you're that. a 15-year-old superhero. You're gonna, I mean, it's great. It's great. He's building web solution, too, in chemistry class. Which yeah. is pretty neat that we actually get to see that part of it. Mm-hmm. No, I think this movie does a good job of showing that he's actually a smart kid. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, anxiety and stuff because he's constantly looking at the clock waiting for his day to be over so he can go do Spider-Man stuff. Yeah. And it's uh, showing, you know, a lot, some of just quick, you know, bits and pieces of some of the uh, origins. Like, okay, here's, you know, him making his web fluid. You know, here's, you know, he got this really cool costume from Tony Stark and they don't have to go into the backstory of uh, his Uncle Ben and all Uncle that ben shit, the spider and bite them. with his Aunt May and the spider bite. And how did you get your powers? All of that is skipped. It's all gone. It's not skipped. It's it comes out later. I mean, bri- he, brief, briefly talking like, to like, a friend very briefly. So. But I mean, no, no, I'm, I'm glad not, they didn't do an. They're not showing him getting shot and dying in the street, and him, you know, uh, building his first costume with his bare hands and going. They don't do any of that, and I and fighting I, Macho Man Randy Savage. Fighting Macho Man, <laughs> yeah. He fights the Macho Man. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Sam Remy's original oh. Spider-Man. In the, in, yeah, one. in the 2002 Spider-Man. Oh, oh that's, that's Bone Saw. Okay, okay, yeah. I, kind of I got you now. for three minutes. You're going nowhere. Boom saw is ready. <laughs> Which yeah. is in the comics, too. Ooh, he does yeah. fight a yeah. wrestler for three minutes. 
I think everyone can do a Randy Savage impression with <laughs> he minimal has, ease. He has the greatest voice, I think, of all time. One of them he does. right up there. Just so good, man. He goes from real soft and quiet and then he gets up here. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was great. <laughs> he uh, he flipped really the good. switch, that was, dude. That was that was really good. Wow. Cocaine I, is I, a I hell think of a drug. Have to, uh, do cross the streets video over again. Uh, <laughs> oh, you gotta read it in the Randy Savage voice. Oh man, freak out, freak out, freak out. <laughs> sure, I like it, Skay. Yeah. calling. <laughs> Um, there's a debate team practice and Peter says he can't go to nationals in DC in case Dirk needs him. His debate teacher is Mr. Harrison, who is reprising his role from the movie Incredible Hulk. How about that? Did you catch that, um, Skay? Huh. Wait a minute. The the debate team? What? Yeah, the teacher, the debate team be- teacher. It's yeah, not the debate team, it's Incredible the Hulk. The national uh, quiz team, whatever the fuck they are, yeah. who cares or nerds? It's quiz ball. Quiz ball. <laughs> whatever. Who cares? Come on, man. That hit near and dear to my heart right there. I was on that team in high school. You're on the whiz team? Well, Ooh. we didn't go to any nationals or anything, but you know, we were right there. Yeah, you were so you were so cool. See, <laughs> see, Bernie, you say you say they're nerds, but those are the kids that are now popular in high school. No, this kid. This is a nerd school. It is a yeah. yeah it's a tech yeah. institute or whatever. Yeah, but I'm saying is that these are not the nerdy no. outcasts. These are like the heroes and or no. whatever. No, of this small little bubble they live in. Sure, trust right. me. They go to a public school in New York. Those kids are being shoved in lockers. Yeah, <laughs> by themselves. Even the vulture mentions it later about um, the school. So, um, let's see. He leaves school to get a sandwich at a bodega. Guy at the counter asks him how his aunt is. Says oh. in Spanish, she's the hot Italian woman. And Peter asks him how his daughter is in Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was, that was fantastic. Which I, surprises him. That was really funny. I totally um, forgot about that joke. It was great. It was great. <laughs> you would think him... As much as he knows this place and the, the guy who makes his sandwich, like he obviously comes here like every day. You think at some point he would have spoke Spanish to him, like he was waiting till this one moment <laughs> for us to see it. <laughs> I just find that hard to believe. But anyway, yeah, you'd be surprised. Yeah, but they, they show he's, he's learning Spanish at school right now, so maybe he was just waiting till he, you know he he's learned enough now that he understands. Yeah, maybe I just figure yeah. at some point he would have said like, I don't know, like ordered his sandwich in Spanish to show <laughs> off versus uh, how your how's your daughter or whatever. Not not a big criticism, I'm just saying. Um, I did like the next scene where he changes into a Spider-Man costume in the alley. Uh, you just you never get to see that part of the superheroes, the like <laughs> the jumping on one leg trying to put your pants on and stuff. It was really funny. And then um just seeing him swing around and like fight petty crimes like well, giving old ladies directions. I, I've only got one complaint about that where he's like changing in the alleyway. Why did he throw his backpack on the ground and then web it to the ground? Why, did, no, why didn't he like he take it, it to the roof? He webbed it on the wall. But it's still low enough for like anybody yeah. can just walk by and take no, it. Some bum is going to come get that thing. No they doubt just, about it. They needed the joke later. 
yeah, you. I mean, you need to see that that he's learned from that mistake. He's like, okay, I can't just web this thing to anywhere he I want. Because they gonna... said that's the fifth backpack. He's yeah, lost. that's his fifth oh, backpack. Okay. Yeah, so right. he's not learning. He's just a dumb kid. He's irresponsible. <laughs> yeah. He's just excited. He's like, whoop! Let me get out of here. Excited. He doesn't you know have who's not excited. Money. Hey, do you know who's not excited? The guy who gets web trying to get in his own car. Peter thinks he's stealing it. Yeah. Yeah. You mean Stanley? Um, yep. The alarm yeah. goes off. All the neighbors yeah. just stick their heads out yelling at him, um, including Stanley. Yep. Who says, Don't make me come down there, punk. And then hits on the lady across the uh, or the lady across the way hits on him, I guess. I have I had one little problem with that. At the end, when they're like, "Oh, hey, how are you?" and he's like, "Oh, hi, I'm good. How are you?" and she said, and he's like, "How's your mom?" and I'm like, "That lady's like seventy years old. Is her mom still alive?" <laughs> yeah. Hey, well, yeah. the Queen of England is still alive, and she's got great, great grandkids. Take that into account. That's wild. She must have good genes. Um, <laughs> so this is pretty much what he's been doing for those two months. Um, he calls Happy and gives him like a rundown of everything he did. Um, I also like that the web fluid is in little vials that he keeps on his belt. Um, they do that in the comics, and I think it's really cool. A lot cooler than it coming from like his wrists, like they did in the Maguire Spider Man. Like it yeah. was like the webbing was like inside of him. Ugh, I didn't like that. Nobody did. <laughs> Nobody did. Um, I actually liked it. Like, to me, no, growing up, that always made sense. Like, yeah, I was just he has all say. the powers of the Spider-Man, but he doesn't have webs. He well, has to he make his own. Like, well, think oh, of where the webbing comes out of his He knowledge from the spider to make the web. Like, come on. I mean, Read think about where Dwayne. the webbing comes from the spider. Think about where it comes out of. Yeah, it comes it's, out of his butt. So <laughs> I'd be fine with that too. He's just like <laughs> <laughs> every time he farts, it just <laughs> makes for a different movie. <laughs> All right, May, make some chili dogs. I'm going out tonight. So we see a group of guys robbing an ATM across the street. They are using the Vulture's alien tech, um, wearing Avengers masks. Uh, Peter comes in awkwardly and like poses on the door frame trying to look cool before he <laughs> gives his little superhero quip. Um, Tom Holland is Peter Parker. I think he's so good as Spider-Man. Yeah, he is really good. He's, he, I mean, Dwayne has said this multiple times, right? Dwayne, he's the best he's, representation uh, we've seen. Yeah, he, he fully encompasses Spider-Man to me, both sides, Peter Parker and Spider-Man. He does. Yeah. He does. Yeah, he's he's wonderful. Um, however, I mean, he's talked numerous times in many interviews how many uh, uh, auditions he had to go through in order to get this part. And um, I just can't understand anyone they could have seen other than him that would have been even remotely close to what he's done. So, yeah. I mean, uh, he's he's fantastic. He's beating up all these bad guys in the he says, Thor, Hulk, nice to finally meet you guys. Because they were in Civil War. <laughs> that was awesome. I caught that. That was a great joke. Yeah, it was. It was a great um, joke. Bad guy sh um, wildly shoots the alien gun and it blows up um, most of the ATM building and then pretty much all of the bodega across the street. Yeah. Um, the one that he gets his sandwich from. 
Yeah. Uh, he runs over and saves the guy from the building, but the robbers get away. Uh, Peter calls Happy while he's in the middle of moving stuff out of the Avenger Tower. They're moving to the Avenger Compound upstate, which we've already seen uh, a couple times by now. Yep. Um, I wonder what's going to move into the Avengers Tower after they move out. Anyone have any guesses? Ooh, Baxter mm. Building. Baxter Building. Oscorp. I think it's going to be Oscorp, too. It needs to be Oscorp? Yeah. Uh, yeah. That yep. was my guess. Yeah. Baxter okay. Building. What's your guess? Uh... I think that's going to be the Hydra headquarters from now. They're going to come out of the shadows. <laughs> They're just going to come fuck everyone. They're going to change that A into an H, and everyone. Oh, maybe suck. that's where the Thunderbolts will be. That Ooh. okay? Okay, Thunderbolts. What do you think about the Thunderbolts game? The what? <laughs> <laughs> the hmm? Anyway. Uh, Peter goes back to the alley to put his regular clothes on and uh, his backpack stolen again. So he has to head home dressed as Spider-Man. He's crawling on the roof, trying to be real quiet so Aunt May doesn't hear him. Drops down and Ned is sitting there on the little bunk bed <laughs> holding the Death Star logo and just drops it. Um, this is Ned Leeds, who in the comic books is f- like 40 years old reporter for the Daily Bugle. Mary's P- Peter's like first girlfriend, Biddy Brandt. Yep. Um, they made the choice to make Ned Leeds his best friend in this, and I kind of like it. But who does Ned turn into? Eventually? The Hobgoblin. Yep. So we'll see if he becomes the Hob... Oops, spoiler. Sorry, Skay. <laughs> well, he did drop all that weight uh, over the last year. So oh, did he? he? Yeah, he, yeah he he's is. thin. Yeah, he's, he lost a lot of weight. See, I think. Well, I don't want to. <laughs> I don't <laughs> get anything because we haven't done Spider-Man Two yet. But I have predictions for Mister Leeds. Um, the, but the, inter- the the interaction um, between the the two of them right now, when he realizes his best friend is Spider-Man, is is great. Yeah, and it even carries into the next day. Um, yeah, all day long at school, he's asking questions like, "Do you lay eggs?" <laughs> yeah, <laughs> spit venom or summon an army of spiders. Uh, yeah, he even this, says at one point, he's like, "This is the best thing that has ever happened to me." He's so yeah. happy that he just knows a superhero, and he's like, "And of course, you know, Peter's telling him, dude, you can't tell anyone." He's like, "Eh, I'm gonna tell everybody." He's like, "I can't, I can't promise you anything." So it just he just tells him right away the straight facts. I'm going to blow this out of the water. This is not a secret that I can keep. Nope. <laughs> At least and he's honest. He doesn't. <laughs> yeah. um, they're in gym class and we see Captain America on TV. Oh um, my God. They're doing the, <laughs> um, oh man, the health and wellness test you do in school called Captain America fitness challenge. Did you guys have tests like this while you were in high school? I did. Yeah, yeah, I, did. yeah I, I did. I did. Yeah. What did you guys have to do for yours? Do you remember? Push-ups, sit-ups, pull-ups, rope, flex pull arm ups. hang. Yeah, yeah climb, climb the, climb the rope. Sit that was and reach, the, the V sit. Did you have to do the mile run? <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. The mile run. It was the yeah. president. I think it was a presidential fitness yeah, program or something it, yeah. like that. They don't do it know. anymore, though. 
I didn't know if they had that in 1830, Dwayne, when you were in there. <laughs> during, during my time, it was like the Arnold Schwarzenegger hey, challenge or whatever. Washington came up with the uh, presidential fitness program. So <laughs> Dwayne had to run down the track with a tire and a stick, just like twirling the tire. <laughs> um, we, we actually had to race a horse. <laughs> wow. uh, the Sounds mile true. run was the worst day of the year. <laughs> Everybody hated the mile run. How do you, you get so sweaty? And I know, and then you school. don't have time to shower or anything after. Yeah. So you have to. If you had it first period, you had to spend uh, the rest of the day just Jesus being like Christ. covered in just sweat. Dead. It was the yeah, fucking worst. Yeah. The worst. Awful. Um, the gym teacher Hannibal Burris says, "I'm pretty sure this guy's a war criminal, but." <laughs> oh my god, that's just such a great line. Whoever came up with that, it's so smart. I laughed hysterically because I forgot he said that. What an <laughs> awesome line. Yeah, these are just generic high school videos that Captain America shot three years ago. And By now, the way, what costume was that? That's what from his it? first Avengers. Yeah, that's Isn't the it? first Avenger costume. Yeah, they're, they're trying to yeah. show that the time has lapsed. That was his first Avengers costume in the first Avengers movie. And so these are clearly videos it, it that he that did. Bad? Yeah, yeah, that, yeah, was, yeah, that was, was a costume. Yeah, hundred percent. So they're trying to show that there's been a three year gap of Captain America shooting these generic high school videos, and Peter Parker's high school hasn't updated them. So they're now showing videos of a war criminal telling kids to follow the straight and narrow. Like it's that's like, genius. It's like those old like the higher the new higher videos at your job that you'd watch and they're like from the 80s and 70s and you've worked there in the late 90s the same thing yeah yeah i mean that that line that that hannibal burris threw <laughs> out there that was just oh man so good and i think he said yeah. that just on his own like that was unscripted that he just oh was that, was that improv no way i think that was improv oh man that makes i wouldn't it be better. surprised if it was that mm. makes it even better oh that's great uh, Ned asked him if he can be the guy in the chair for him, uh, the guy who's in his ears telling him where to go and giving him all the information. <laughs> One of the girls in the background is doing Fuck, Mary Kill with the Avengers. Oh, yeah. She says, <laughs> Fuck Thor, Mary Iron Man, kill the Hulk. And I gotta say, those are my choices. <laughs> oh, God. So let's go around oh, the horn, gosh. fuck, Mary, kill with the Avengers, oh, starting Lord. with you, Dwayne. Does it have to be those three? No. no. Any of the Avengers. Any of, any the, of Avengers, the Avengers? Except, except for Black Widow. Except for Black Widow. I was just going to say it that. Why? 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 It has to be males. As well. it, has to, it has to be men. Okay. That's, uh, that's established canon on this show. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Dwayne. Um, <laughs> fuck, Mary, kill. I know who he's going to marry. I know who it's going to be. I think I think it's probably the same. It's a good list. Or Captain Hulk. I mean, or or maybe kill Hawkeye. I mean, who cares? Either one. <laughs> Wait. She says. She says Iron Man, Hulk, Iron and Thor. Captain America was not in any of those scenarios. No. Yeah, you wouldn't have married Captain America. I'm surprised. No, I said Captain America. Oh. Or Captain no. America, and then kill and either Hulk. Hulk or Hawkeye. Either either of the H's. Uh, did she say Iron Man, Mary, or she married Iron Man? She would marry she Iron Man. Iron Man. Yeah. She, she's a she's out for the money. Well, who <laughs> it Rami, be. Rami, what's your choices? So uh, we can only include Ant Man. 
Yeah. Can, <laughs> is Ant Man an Avenger at this point? I don't yeah. even think he. Yeah, yeah I think he, he was is, in right? Civil yeah. War. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Um, I would have sex with Thor. Um, <laughs> I would. I would marry Paul Rudd. Um, no, you'd marry Ant Man. I would marry Ant Man. Scott Lang. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, yeah, I would I would kill the Hulk because that guy is I mean there's there's nothing you can do with him, so you can't. He's just in that weird middle zone where he's trying to figure out his life and he gets but angry. He has a big blah, 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 blah. Yeah. <laughs> so no, I I agree with the list except I would I would personally marry Ant Man because we've talked many episodes yes, about how I love Paul Rudd. We and, know, uh, yeah. Aaron. Uh, wow. Okay. So any Avenger, right? Except for the females? Yes. Mm-hmm. Correct. It has to be men. Okay. okay. Probably fuck Vision. <laughs> Marry Iron Man. Kill Quicksilver. He's already He's dead. Already He's dead. dead. Okay, Avenger. Hawkeye. <laughs> okay. Okay. Oh, Interesting man. choices. Oh, okay. my God. Because at least Vision can sound like a woman. So. Uh, I think I would fuck Tony Stark. <laughs> uh, go fuck Iron Man. Um, God, I kind of want to marry Vision. Vision is so powerful; he would be like a great nurturer, and I could pretty much do whatever I want. You know, there's so much freedom. He would just take care of the house and all the chores and stuff, and and uh, kill. Hmm. Wait, can hmm. I change my answer? Yeah. yeah. Oh, Mary Black Panther. Mm. Ooh, you'd be the queen. I'd be the queen. <laughs> <laughs> yes, queen. Who are you killing, Skay? Uh, I, I don't really want to kill anybody. Though. You got to. Um, Thanos did it. Oh, man. I would kill Thor. Oh, so none of you guys could fuck him. That's the only reason <laughs> I would kill him. And break Stacey all your hearts. I am. I am jealous. <laughs> the, I figured you'd kill Ant Man since you hate him so much. Nah, oh nah. I don't Why? feel no. Why he's too. Hate? He's too weak to like waste my kill on. You know, if I'm hey, going to kill somebody, I'm going to kill somebody life. Big. They'll get you free ice cream for life. Oh, no. No. Baskin Robbins. The whole point of that scene is just so the girl Peter likes, uh, Liz, can say how she has a crush on Spider-Man. Correct. Mm. Really? Uh, (laughs) You are correct. Peter's Spider-Man. Get it? He's Um, (laughs) Spider-Man. Ned blurts out that Peter knows Spider-Man like an idiot. Um, Flash tells him if he knows Spider-Man, he should go to Liz's party tonight. Now... Then Peter go to the party. Uh, Rami, you're probably not familiar with high school parties, but oh, God. Um, <laughs> this did not look like any experience I had at a high school party. Uh, no, kids because... Are, kids yeah, outside on the front lawn uh, would be instant cop calling. Where yeah, from. You, you say that I'm not familiar. I don't, I don't remember any of this ever going on <clears throat> when I was in high school, at least. <laughs> <laughs> To this, is to that this what degree, I just said? No, as I'm saying, to this degree where you have just the house is just open to everyone and everyone's just able to do whatever they want. That that would not. I've been to parties happen. like that. My thing is the the 
front lawn, like people doing on the front lawn. Rest I mean, of it, they're, and they're then, 15 and 16 year old kids. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Haven't you ever seen Project X? Um, we didn't have, we never had a dork playing DJ. <laughs> oh yeah, that's fair. It's a weird dynamic in the school of like nerds. Um, like the quiz bowl team are like the cool kids in the school. I, that's <laughs> what I said at the beginning. I said they're it's the so heroes. Weird. They're like the the, the heroes. But this school is at the this point. school. They're the popular ones. Why are you yeah, calling but, them heroes? They're not like. What do you mean? Heroes? They're the ones that people look up to, or they're the ones that are that are uh, in the know. They're the ones who get invited to all the cool functions. They're like the football team. No, they're not like that. <laughs> then, then why is then why is Flash the DJ? Because he can afford money. money. He's got money. He's got <laughs> the DJ money? equipment. He's the only one who who has that shit. That's why he's the coolest nerd. He has like he drives his dad's Audi. Yeah, and has, his has weekly allowance is my car stuff. payment. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. Yeah, you got to follow the money, Rami. All right. Well, he knows all about that. Come on now. <laughs> Not in high <laughs> Ned wants him to spider up. He says no. Uh, then Flash starts talking shit in the mic uh, in front of everyone. So he changes into his costume, and just about just before he's about to swing in. Um, he sees this big blue explosion go off in the background. Um, I did like this part though, where he's like, he's all like dressed as Spider Man. He's like, "What the fuck am I doing? <laughs> <laughs> what am I doing here?" But then he's I, like, "Ah, fuck it." No, he's 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 fighting with the um, rationalization of using the costume to gain popularity and saying to himself, this is not what I'm supposed to be doing. I thought that was actually really cool. Hey, he's following his motif. With great power comes great popularity. And it works. Yeah, <laughs> like he knows. He's like, I'm not supposed to be using this as a prop. But of course, he wants to gain admiration of his peers. So he's he's struggling with that. I thought I liked, that, was, that was good. I like the little exchange between him and Ned before that. Uh, Peter says, I'm going to be myself. And Ned says, dude, nobody wants that. Yeah, <laughs> I can relate to that so much. It's like, yeah, just fucking go in there, Spider Man. Come on, dude. Yeah, no. get in there. I really liked um, them showing like how the suburbs don't have tall buildings or anything for him to like swing around yeah, on. This scene is yeah. awesome. Yeah, so he has to run on, on foot. Um, it's great. Well, and it also comes back to the when Ned was questioning him about the webs, right? He's like, how far can your web go? And he's like, I'd just stand on the top of a building and shoot it and see how far <laughs> it goes. And yeah. then he's like standing there in the uh, golf field and he goes, the oh, golf course? shit. Yeah. Um, driving range. That was the driving range. <laughs> what was the driving range? What was the name of that driving range? I, I don't know what it was. Uh, I'm not familiar. Uh, we don't have a branch in New York. I don't. <laughs> Come on, man! You just—I was setting you up for a commercial. Jesus! But uh, that scene was kind of reminiscent of uh, the Scarlet Spider, the one that's based here in Houston, where there's no buildings for him to swing on, and he has yeah. to ride on the side of buses to get from point A to point B. It's a good read. Well, we have we have some buildings, just not a lot. Not a lot of them. <laughs> not a lot of them. But that's kind of the running joke in that uh, that series with uh, Kane. Yeah, that's a good series, too. Interesting. We see Donald Glover is buying guns used from Ultron Tech in Sokovia off some dude 
who is dressed like the Shocker. Now, Skate, Dude, you know anything I about like the that Shocker? Gun. <laughs> Dude, that gun was cool, though. Version, no. The, the gun was like the arm of the robot. <laughs> like, it had the yeah. hand still on it and shit. <laughs> um, so the shocker gay, pretty accurate to this movie where he has the thing on his hands that like shoots like vibrations that like launch you or whatever. Okay. Except for in the comics, in order to set that off, you have buttons on your palms in the middle of your palms that you have to hit with your thumb. So he's defeated by Spider-Man webbing his thumbs. <laughs> and that is not a joke. That's actually how he's defeated the first time. It's true. It is true. Um, Spider-Man interrupts the sale and the dude takes off. He webs himself to the back of the van, kind of gets dragged around the streets. And then we get the Ferris Bueller homage scene <laughs> where he's running through people's backyards, jumping over fences and... They even show that scene on a TV screen at a party, um, which is super meta and pretty funny. It's a really old movie. I like I like when he webs the uh, tree fort. <laughs> it just <laughs> falls down. <laughs> um, I think I think Spider Man fits in really well with the Avengers on account of the untold collateral damage <laughs> that he does. Yeah. Think of how many insurance claims are going to be filed. Like homeowners policies are going to, the premiums are going to be going up here. And they're like, yeah, we don't cover Spider-Man. Yeah. (laughs) Spider-Man. Oh, Jesus. I got to pay this out of pocket. I got to fix my fence. And you know, this, he was just like Captain America. He hates running through like doors and openings. (laughs) (laughs) He blasts through this like trellis. He had, there was an opening right there. I mean, Jesus. Even that brick, like, grill area in the one backyard that yeah. he had the fireplace. took off the whole top of it. Oh, that he's a is monster. so expensive. Spider-Man <laughs> is a monster. He's a menace. DJJ. All while this is happening, Peter has ditched his best friend at the party by himself, which is absolutely not cool. He can walk it off. Vulture grabs Peter, takes him high in the sky. Peter's parachute goes off. Um, which frees him, but it makes him uh, fall down into some water. Iron Man's suit picks Peter up out of the water and flies him to safety. But Thank Tony's God that water cool. was there, though. Yeah, very convenient <laughs> place to fall in the suburbs of New York City. The water there <laughs> deep enough to catch you as you fall. Um, Tony's not actually in the suit, though. He is um, he's like at a wedding in India or something. Dude, I have to. I have to say though, like when after he went in the water, and then you just saw this red and gone. Like I've seen this before. I'm like, what the fuck was that? <laughs> <laughs> and then it shows him carrying him. Like, oh shit, it's Iron Man. <laughs> <laughs> um, I did like this. What Tony tells him, because um, it makes the other movies make more sense, but it's also pretty funny. Tony tells him there are people who take care of people like the Vulture, not you. And Peter says, like the Avengers? And Tony says, no, that's below their pay grade. (laughs) (laughs) That's a quick little explanation as to why uh, the Avengers don't show up in all the other movies. They don't get paid enough. There's your answer. Nerds who send in letters to Marvel. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, Tony's at... Are these the same nerds that uh, wanted Mephisto in WandaVision? Yep. 
Okay. You know it. Just checking. Uh, Tony's at some wedding in India, like I said. He tells him, can't you just be like a friendly neighborhood Spider-Man? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I mean, the line was delivered, I think, pretty well. I mean, it, you I, I, know, lines. I know, I know that you, you know, the, throwing that in is kind of cheesy and that's what he's known as, but I mean, Tony, uh, well, Robert Downey read the line, I think pretty awesomely. He it sounded more, job. it sounded more kind of just in the moment fluid. Like he was making it up on the fly. Yeah. It did sound pretty good. Delivery. Yeah. You love, I, you I love, liked it. You love lines in movies, Rami. <laughs> I do. Canon. What coke and, lines I mean, or this is this is this is one of the pivotal moments of the movie is because you can see that Peter's starting to push back against Iron Man. He's trying to take more and more initiative and he's starting to question things that Iron Man is telling him. And and Tony's just saying, Look, I'm telling you to do these things because I'm telling you to do these things. Just listen to me. Don't argue, don't fight, just do what I say. And I I think he's trying to impress Tony so that he can get on the Avengers. Uh, correct, yeah. but Tony is uh, again. This is he's we'll not pushing this. back on Tony. He's just he's trying to impress him. But and and Tony's coming back. He's just saying, just do what I'm telling you to do. And and Peter refuses to listen. You mean he's being a father figure? Kind of, yeah. To him, because mm. I mean, you'll we'll talk about it later. You'll see why that is. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Spider-Man finds a piece of tech that fell out of the truck. He calls Ned, and Ned tells him don't come back to the party as everyone's chanting <laughs> Penis Parker in the background. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty uh, great. <laughs> we cut to Vulture's warehouse. He's pissed that um, White Shocker dude fired weapons out in the open. White Shocker? Yeah. It, you'll see in a minute. Um, <laughs> Makes fun of him for calling himself the Shocker, which is a pretty stupid name. Yeah, <laughs> um, it's that's a great that's a great scene. You're calling yourself the Shocker. Ooh, ooh, so scary. Like that's, what you that's shocked? a great scene. Yeah, that's a great scene. He fires him and then um, the Shocker tells him that uh, he like knows about his business and he he'll talk and tell his wife where he gets all his money and stuff. So then Michael Keaton shoots him with a gun, an alien gun that turns him into ash. And then he says, I thought this was the anti-gravity gun, which I thought was pretty funny. Yep. Yep. And then we get a new shocker, the guy who looks like Dave Chappelle. He's in um <clears throat> he's in a whole bunch of stuff. He was really good in Fargo too, this actor. Um I didn't recognize him. Peter starts to do some. Uh, he starts checking out the alien tech during school, like shop class, which is just like wild. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's purple power source uh, gem looking thing. Uh, new shocker guy and partner are walking around the school with a device that can read alien tech. <laughs> well, this this also showed that they were in a nerdy school, right? Because Ned kind of knew all the components. The non-alien components of the thing, right? So it's showing that this is a nerdy school. Yeah. yeah. And a school that doesn't care about safety post 9-11 because they're just letting these two guys walk around the school. Yeah, well, how did these guys get in? <laughs> what like what was that about? Ned passes. They just paid somebody off. Come on. They probably did. 
Peter shoots a mini tracking spider thing at his foot and it crawls up his leg. Um, which he has in the comics too. So that was a cute little nod little to that. Spider tracers. But his traces in the comics just they they just looked like his emblem, right? And stuck yeah. to him. Yeah, this is yeah. the fat spider on this back. Yeah. Yeah. Um you guys aren't gonna believe this. But the bad guy stops in Maryland. Which is like <laughs> right by Washington D.C. Yeah, which is where the Quiz Bowl team is. Yeah, going. So, I don't believe shit. you. Going to I Nationals, don't. bro. I don't believe you. Isn't that amazing? No. Uh, it's not as amazing as Ned and Peter hacking into the Spidey suit and disabling all of Stark Industries tech. Um, <laughs> the training wheels. Yeah, the training wheels program. Um, they must have like the shittiest programs ever that this 15 year old can just <laughs> hack into everything it's, that yeah, but it's, showing, it's it's showing how smart he is again though. The the yeah. other the other Spider Man movies or how dumb seen. Stark Tech is one of the no, other two. Spider Man is one of the smart people in the Mar- Marvel universe. Yeah, I mean, I think He's they in the top tier of smartest people. Yeah, in the I mean, universe. I mean, Bernie, they're going to a nerdy school. Peter Parker's answering questions in his sleep. He's napping during, you know, lectures this and is Stark industry. Tech. I, I, I understand, but I'm just saying, like, at that point, I'm not saying it's super believable, but I could run with it that these two smart kids who know about computers can maybe hack into this suit and disable the training wheels pro you know protocol. Yeah, okay. Two like Peter's defense for, two for, Peter's defense in Civil War. He had Tony Stark mystified at how he made the webbing. He did not know how, he, yeah. how Peter made the webbing. How do you make the webbing? You you took your computers, uh, like your your setup in your in your room of your computers. You you built from the garbage. None of which is justification for a fifteen year old being able to hack into Stark. Uh, I'm just saying that it's it's a little bit. They're they're trying to get you to run with he, it. He outsmarted Stark on the web fluid. He outsmarted Stark on the web fluid. So, I think so. it, it wasn't it wasn't a, a horrible you know uh, at age le- leap 13. of faith that ah eh, maybe they could you know do something with this I don't know no, it's not like the entire world owns all this Stark Industry tech so <laughs> if a fifteen year old can hack it what good thing terrorists can't or whatever and use I don't think you're giving to... Ned enough credit Bernie yeah I mean he's a, he's no. a really Ned is smart powerful kid. Ned is powerful yes Ned uh, the guy the in the based... chair dude. He built the base of the Lego Death Star on his own. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, how many how many times have you done that, Bernie? He, he puts the suit on and exactly. zero, unlocks zero. his full potential. He has a Siri-like lady who talks to him, who is the Vision's wife, IRL. Sarah Connolly. Yeah, this yep. is his. This is his real life wife. Um, Jarvis's real life wife is the voice yeah. for the suit. Jennifer Connelly. Jennifer Connelly. I said Sarah. My bad. AKA the original Betty Brandt, or not Betty Brandt, uh, Betty Ross in the Hulk movie. Correct. What? Who's Betty Ross? Thunderbolt Ross's daughter. The, 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 oh, when he's talking about oh, the original Hulk, he means the Ang Lee Hulk. Yeah, the Ang Lee Hulk. 2004 or whatever. It's all connected somehow. 
It's all yeah, connected. You didn't, you didn't have to watch that one, Skay. Nobody did. It was like 2001, by the way. Oh, that movie sucks. It was bad. Even the Hulk dogs were terrible. It was not 2001. That's not possible. Hold on. So the lady in the suit is the uh, what did guy I say, in the chair. So this is not important, Rami. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Ned doesn't need to be the guy in the chair because he has one already built into his suit. 2003. Yeah, okay. I was close. Thank God. <laughs> um, he doesn't know which web to use since there's like 567 combos of webbing to, he can use now on his suit. Um, so he tells the suit lady, just pick one. Uh, Vulture flies in to rob a truck that's passing by. Him and Peter fight briefly. Pete can't figure out the suit. Falls back into the truck through the little uh, pink portal tech that uh, Vulture was using to allow you to pass through walls and whatnot. And then he takes it away. Peter tries to jump back through it, hits his head, and knocks himself out. He awakes inside this truck. He and that looked it. like it hurt. Yeah, it did look <laughs> it like did. it hurt real bad. <laughs> uh, he busts out of the container, discover he's in damage control's deep storage vault. Um, so he has to wait around till morning till the vault is open again because it's on a time lock. He asks what else the suit can do. Uh, and then he gets those web wings under his arms, just like the original Spider-Man suit in the mm -hmm. comics, which was yep. pretty sweet. The, the pit webs are awesome. Now, this seems like the perfect opportunity for him to do a little training montage with the suit. <laughs> really? You think this is a good point? Wait, what happens? <laughs> oh, he's doing a refresher course on the suit. Really starts to bond with the suit lady. Um, so he's trying out all the different kinds of webs on the wall and doing all this stuff. Um, he asks how long he's been in there, and the lady says, 37 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> he hacks into the time lock and opens it up. Because he's really smart. Um, but he, he tried 238 times before that. So it's not like he got it right on, you know, right away. He was he was multiple opportunities for him to fail. And yeah. he does it with a Texas instrument yeah, graphing calculator, a graphing dude. Calculator, man. Like holy shit. Yeah, and but they 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 say they make a point to say that he's failed multiple, multiple, multiple times. Midtown Tech first. won the quiz bowl. <laughs> um, so they celebrate by going to see the Washington Monument. Oh yeah, yes. smarter than um, Stark. Teach s. Um, What's soon to be MJ? Why she's not celebrating? I don't hey, know what to call hey. her. Whoa. I don't know what to call her. Whoa! Hey. Whoa. Spoiler Michelle. alert! Michelle. Here. Michelle is her name. We don't even find out her name's Michelle until the emo. end. Anyway. <laughs> the emo chick. Emo. No, they, emo say chick. Her, they say her name That's very early in the movie. Yeah, they say very, her earlier. Very early in the movie, they say her name. Okay, well, teacher asks MJ why she's not celebrating. <laughs> <laughs> she says. Uh, it feels weird celebrating in front of something that was built by slaves. <laughs> the teacher <laughs> says, I don't know if it was built by... And he turns around and sees like, a guard. black poor guy. The and guard. the guy does like, the shaky hands like... Uh. <laughs> 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 it was pretty funny. Um, Ned is carrying around the glowy bomb thing. Uh, uh, 
it will be set off if it goes through the x-ray machine, which it does. But uh, Pete can't tell Ned that because Liz has his phone and she put it through the x-ray as he was giving this uh, important information. So that's unfortunate timing that the two seconds <laughs> to put it through and go through happened well, to be when he was but trying to at that, that point. The bag was already in the x ray, anyways, right? Because it was yeah. the x ray that caused yeah. it. To be yeah, yeah, there was no correct. At that point, there's yeah. no stopping it, but yeah, it was already there. Correct. I guess it would be more of a problem that he was going into the Washington Monument at the time Peter had to call him to talk yeah. about it. <laughs> yep, of all the time in, in the world, it, it was just. Just off by a couple seconds. Well, he couldn't call when he was in the vault because of the concrete. Yeah. I don't know. It just lined up perfectly for this bomb to go off. Um, so the the core blows up in the elevator, causes damage to the tip of the Washington Monument. Just the tip. <laughs> uh, they're trying to evacuate the kids, um, but it's doing more damage to the elevator than they know by trying to lift them up and put them through the door that they have opened up. Peter has to get more momentum to break the little window. So he leaps off the top of the monument, uses the helicopter that's bitching at him and busts through just in time to stop the elevator and the kids from falling to their deaths. Can, can we back up a minute though? Like this whole scene was awesome. Like it was yeah. like, he didn't just, Quickly get up the building. Like it took him a long fucking time to get up there. To and crawl he used up his, it, uh, yeah. he used his little drone, the little spider drone, to, to check things out. I know, yeah. but he, like he was just crawling as fast as he can, trying to fling himself up. Like, like it, it, they it, made they made it feel real. Like, yeah, like yeah, he it, he wasn't just at the top all of a sudden. <laughs> no, it 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 showed how long it takes, um, the steepness, and oh man. When he was just like, like, uh, like with his feet tiptoes on the edge of the building, just trying to figure out how he's going to break through this window, and the camera pans down and shows you how steep of a drop it is. That is very frightening. But um, the Spider Man perspective is yeah. fantastic in this movie. Well, mm -hmm. he's also reminded that the winds could blow him off and he has no parachute because he didn't reset the parachute back into the suit. Exactly. So it shows the fear that Peter has because he understands now, even though he's this some sort of invincible character, if he falls off this building, he's going to die. And that fear is portrayed very well in this movie. That looked really scary when he was just like looking over the edge of the building, how far that drop was. That was awesome. At this point, didn't they show him standing like sideways off the side of a fire escape or a building or something like that? Like he he just stood there. Right, but they showed him when he was cr even when he was crawling up this the side of this, he kept sliding at some points. Like yeah, because the, yeah. yeah. the wind. Yeah, because the wind. What what is that? Five hundred twelve feet. The height of that tower, something like that. I mean, you're part of the Wiz crew, so you tell us. I think. <laughs> let's, I, well, okay. Suck on Quiz bowl. Okay. You're, oh, man. You're calling me out here. I got to look it up. <laughs> but right, also, well, I mean, uh, in the scene, you get to see him use the, the pit webs for the first time, actually use it in action. Yeah. And he's uh, floating underneath the, the copter. So it's pretty yep. cool. Like, 500, flew over it. Oh, yeah. I mean, flew over. 555 feet. 555. Five, five. 
So I was close. I was in the 500. Cool. But... Glad we got that information, Skay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, everyone but gets still. out of the elevator in time, except for Liz, obviously. Um, Peter. Also, the scene showed how much of a douche flashes. <laughs> yeah. Worried about the trophy? Real worried about that damn trophy. And himself. And himself. And he has the best line ever after Peter saves him, or Peter saves Liz, and then falls down through the the shaft and kind of disappears, flashes (laughs) down. Are you really friends with Peter Parker? (laughs) That was funny. Uh, And it cuts to the shocker. He's practicing his shadow boxing. Keaton says he's going to kill Spider-Man whenever he finds him. Shocker says, we found him. And he points to the TV that has uh, a little news program about what's happening in D.C. And Vulture gets this weird, like, super worried look on his face. I wonder why. Is he a big fan of the Washington Monument? He's worried about the tip of it? <laughs> what? Why, why would he be so seriously concerned about what's happening in D.C.? We'll find out. Um, then it cuts to school. Uh, this scene really shows the dilemma of, especially the early Spider-Man comics of how to deal with threats like the vulture while also having to take a Spanish test. (laughs) Um, because Peter's, Peter's trying to leave the school, um, to go after the vulture and Ned's telling him, Hey, like you have a Spanish test. You just can't leave. Um, the school bell rang. (laughs) <laughs> uh, but I mean, Peter says at this point, "I'm I'm bigger than." Yeah, high school. I, yeah. I don't, you know, I don't have to do school. I'm Spider. Yeah, he's like, school's not necessary anymore. I'm going. I'm going places. He goes to leave and runs right to the principal and gets detention. Yep. <laughs> yep. Um, I don't know about you guys, but I never got cool detention videos like that. Oh my gosh, the these, these video. These videos are just the best. Oh my god. Uh, MJ is in detention, even though she doesn't have it. And who's running detention? Uh, Hannibal Burris. The gym teacher, Hannibal. <laughs> Hannibal <Yeah. Burris. laughs> Dude, can, can we talk about the Captain America videos? Or, are you going to discuss that? No. <laughs> Peter oh hid god. the web fluid <laughs> under so a bunch good. of lockers that I guess aren't being used. He just like picks up a row of lockers. <laughs> And it's like hiding underneath them, or those so lockers got not in use. Or... No, it's not only that he talks about detention. The, the, <laughs> the coach lets the video go on a loop, and it starts talking about health and sexual education. <laughs> that is freaking funny, man. I think we re- reserved this conversation for the last uh, Captain America like video of the film. The end credit scene. Yeah, I agree. All right, fine. <laughs> All right, go ahead. Um, yeah, he lifts the locker and his fluids under there. All right. So Karen records everything the suit that, sees. Karen that is like the, a dirty line. Whatever. Next. Next point. Go. <laughs> whatever. Next he point. named. He named his suit Lady Karen. It records everything the suit sees, which leads to some classic comedy scenes of him flexing in front of mirrors and all that kind of stuff. Uh, I am Thor. He probably 100% <laughs> jacked off while wearing that thing. Right? Whip, whip. He had to have. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's got, a teenage boy. 
Come on. It's got that yeah. heads-up display in it. I mean, you can put anything on the screen in front of you. That's per- true. Whatever you he want. He uses the function to go back and get the idea, uh, the idea, the ID of the people making the gun exchange the night of the party. Yep. It identifies Aaron Davis, a.k.a. the Prowler. Not with that oh. half eye. Not with that lazy eye. <laughs> he does look like he he looks like he's super high or he had like a lazy eye. Yeah. Not in this scene, but in, um, when he the later him. scene where he's slamming the door or the trunk of the car. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Conveniently, he lives in Queens, so Peter's gonna go pay him a visit. Yep. Uh yeah, this is the scene where he f- catches him in a parking lot, like the mall parking lot or something. The very recent later scene <laughs> where he's <laughs> in the trunk of his car. Um, Peter uses a spider device to make his voice sound like Skaze. <laughs> uh, Prowler asks him, what, like, what do you do in your voice? Uh, I heard you by the bridge. I know what you sound like. Uh, he, or no, he he said, said, I know what a girl sounds like. Yeah. <laughs> And Peter says, I'm not a girl, I'm a boy. I mean, I'm a man. (laughs) Uh, Seeing Spider-Man yell about how he's not a girl (laughs) and he's a man (laughs) is really funny. Um, So are we going to ask A the question? Do you know who the Prowler is? I do not. I have no idea. Do you know who his nephew is? No. Nope. Wait, you haven't seen Spider-Verse yet? No. Oh, okay. We're doing this podcast because Gay hasn't seen Marvel movies. But Spider-Verse <laughs> isn't connected, though. Well, if he hasn't seen these, he hasn't seen the cartoon. <laughs> oh, my God. Movie. Uh, look at that. You made Rami walk off set. God damn it. <laughs> I don't know. Dude, but, um, but seriously, go see Spider-Verse. It's, it's oh, no. worth seeing it. Anyway, they bond over the sandwiches from the <laughs> bodega. Um. Uh, and Prowler said it's ballsy that um, Peter said to shoot him instead of um, the bad guy to yeah. distract the t- the guys doing the deal. He said, hey, over here, shoot me instead. Prowler says he doesn't want those kind of guns in Queens. Um, he has a nephew here. Yep. Um, yeah. wonder who his nephew is. Morales. No, perhaps we find out later. <laughs> um but that's no, like, what's the deal with the like the lazy eye type of thing going <clears> on? Is that a thing? <laughs> Perhaps we find out later. Does he get his eye scratched like that's by a miles away? <laughs> Goose scratches his eye. <laughs> okay, go ahead, Sky. Lazy I, eye. I yeah. The did he get a cat scratch on the eye? Was it a flurkin job like it was for Nick Fury? A flurkin job. Yeah, I think he just like off. he was. I think he looked like he was just like so high he could like barely stand that's up that's also kind of what i thought it was it was one of those two well he, i can relate to half, one of those two well, my, fake too was my just cat home. scratches my eye all the time <laughs> go ahead aaron uh he's probably filming half baked too that's why that's what happened half baked too yeah or atlanta I'm yeah that mr nice guy samson was his dealer Great reference, Aaron. Thank you. <laughs> you are welcome. Thank you for that. Appreciate it on that reference. Prowler gives him the location that a guy he used to work with is meeting Vulture at. It's on the Long Island Ferry. Uh, seems like an awful place to meet, but whatever. In all of New York City, you're picking the 
Yeah, there's a well. There's a lot of escape routes on the uh, ferry. Yeah, <laughs> it's a good place. <laughs> a lot of outs in case the FBI is waiting for you on the boat. <laughs> uh, shock! The shocker is meeting with Mac Gargan, also known as the Scorpion. Skay, what do you know about the Scorpion's origin story? Um, well, let me tell you, Skay. He, he was in Mortal Kombat One, and <laughs> he's the yellow guy. He throws the spear and says, "Get over here!" No, <clears throat> he's way cooler. Um, he was a he was private a investigator hired by J. Jonah Jameson to learn how Peter takes pictures of Spider Man. Couldn't ever catch him doing it. Okay. So then JJJ offers him ten grand to go through this experimental thing where uh, the process would make him uh, would endow him with characteristics of an animal, and the animal they chose was a scorpion. So J. Jonah Jameson is responsible for the scorpion but and all the murders the that he does. Why did they pick the scorpion? Uh, I don't remember why they picked it. Because the scorpion is the natural it's the natural enemy of the spider. Uh, the enemy of a spider. Oh. Yeah. oh. Yeah. But it makes him go mad. Mm. Like the transformation makes him go yeah. mad and he becomes a super villain. I would have thought a whiz athlete would have answered that question, but you know. Boy, yeah, he's right here. <laughs> Jesus he's Christ. right here. Now the scorpion in the movie is not as cool. He's just some tough guy with some tattoos. Subway train. Earlier mm-hmm. in the movie. Yep. Yep. Um, no, not only is this scene reminiscent of Spider-Man 2, it... Oh uh, <laughs> go ahead, Rami. No, never mind. Go. No, go. I want to hear this. <laughs> I'm not going to talk, so you can finish. No, it, it's reminiscent of Spider-Man 2. How? Go. <laughs> He thinks he's putting it back together on his own, but he's getting help from Iron Man and all of Iron Man's little devices. Um, that seems to be a theme in this movie is like we have Spider-Man try to do something, but he can't. So then we'll just have Iron Man come in and fix it. Um, well, it's his mentor, right? Yeah, I guess. Shocker tells Vulture the FBI was waiting for us. Now we're on Iron Man's radar, so I'm out. I'm running. Which is a pretty good idea. Vulture yep. asks the Tinkerer if he can get um, the high-altitude seal thing up and running, which the Tinkerer has been bugging him about the entire movie. This gets Shocker back on board. He says, you son of a bitch, I'm in. <laughs> He's back. He's back on board. Uh, there are a lot of bad guys in this movie from this, the rogues gallery of spider-man bad guys there's like seven or eight of them it's quite ridiculous there is um much like rami the next scene cuts the spider-man sulking at the docks (laughs) (laughs) iron man comes to bitch at him for hacking the suit not staying out of shit peter and tony exchange passionate yelling scenes together yeah, it was a father and son uh, argument match. Yeah. We find out, this is when we find out Peter's 15 years old. Um, Peter says, This Rami, is when he's actually in this line, movie, right? Rami? Yes, it is. This, this it is, is a famous line, Rami. Come on. 
Huh? Come on, give <laughs> the famous line. What does Peter say to Tony? And Tony comes back at him. I want to. I wanted to be like you. And Tony says, "I wanted you to be better than me." Yeah. So Not Tony. Just, just real quick. I'm because I didn't get to talk earlier. Um, <laughs> when 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 Peter Parker tells the suit that he thinks is empty, you know, if you really gave a shit about me, you would be here in person. And when Tony Stark exits out. that suit, Bang. he mm-hmm. looks pissed off and the (laughs) acting in this scene is fantastic because robert downey jr is giving off the impression that yes i gave you a chance everyone told me not to and you completely failed on every single step that i told you and i'm angry and just just him stepping out of that suit gives that emotion and i thought that was very very impactful well, is he gives him some... disappointing dad. That's the whole it, disappointing dude, dad. Look. I'm saying the acting from just him stepping out of a fake digital suit in a green screen background was awesome. Just he looked angry. And I thought that was just it, it set the scene, right? It's it's a kid begging for his dad for forgiveness. And the dad's like, nope, give me the keys to your car. You're not driving anymore. I gave you a chance. You effed up. Uh, you got drunk and crashed into a tree. It's over, man. It's done. This is this is some Howard Stark shit right here, right? Yeah. Tony's had yep. plenty of this in the past. He like, even says during the scene, I sound like my dad. Yeah. He says, I yeah. sound like my father. Exactly. Mm-hmm. 100%. But it, at the same this time, is, this is kind of... This is the best. The best. It is kind of Tony's fault, though, right? He left a suit with that kind of weaponry in it to a 15-year-old and kind of just said, have at it. Yeah, because so. he, dude, him as a young age was out and about. Tony Stark, when he's fifteen, he's got ultimate freedom. He's got ultimate. He's got nobody to to, to question him. He can do whatever he wants. So he's trying. Yeah, he didn't have a suit that had kill mode or whatever. <laughs> kill mode but Peter's not supposed to have access to that yet. I know, but yeah, like, but the suit has it, and he gave it to a fifteen-year-old, and then I know. And he realizes and at this moment, him. he realizes at this moment, it's it's his mistake. He, I mean, he says, he goes, if those people on that ferry would have died, you know, that's on that's on me that, now. No, he said that's on you. Oh, that's on you. That's and then he you. said and it's on him. Yeah. So <laughs> really on Tony, to be honest. Yeah. He's starting to realize that the actions. But he said Parker, if something happened to you, that that was. On yeah. Me. So if the if the if he, something happened to the people on the ferry, that's on you. But if something happens to you, that's on me. And he's he's angry, and he wants he wants his shit back. He's like, nope, I'm done with you. This is this didn't work. Yep. What he a what a great scene. It's a great. He scene. Takes the suit back, and Peter says, "No, don't take it. I'm nothing without the suit." And Tony yeah. says, "Another great if you're nothing without the suit, then you shouldn't have it." Yep. It's that's yeah, fantastic. That's Rami's fourth favorite line of the <laughs> coming movie. I mean, I don't, well, it was the, it was the fifth, but you skipped the the fourth. Yeah, and, and, that, and that's okay if you guys don't get as jazzed as me well, when these sort of lines come out. I just think they're really cool. Well, isn't that line reference to what Captain America and Stark argue about in the first Avengers? Yeah, you know, without the suit, what are you? Yes. Yeah. Mm. Yes. That's yeah. that's a fantastic point. Fantastic point. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, but Tony had an answer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he has money. 
That, that was his answer. I got money. Yeah, but and he I, used I that love... money. He right. uses that money to buy Peter a shirt because he's not wearing any clothes under his Spider-Man. Uh. <laughs> Plus, I love that uh, Tony suit in this um, Spider-Man series looks like the Ultimate Iron Man costume. It it's yeah. awesome. The, the colors and the Rip. design, it's really cool. Real quick, does uh, Peter Parker free ball in the Spider-Man suit? No, no he wears boxers. We saw. He wears boxers. Yeah, you've seen him in his underwear. Well, before I don't, you know. No, he no, he has he, boxers on the whole time. Are you kidding yeah. me? He's like fifteen-year-old Peter Parker. Come on, bro. He's not free balling. Hundred percent. Well, my really cool segue is now ruined, but he goes home <laughs> with this T-shirt, this oversized uh, tourist T-shirt on. May is very mad. Oh, she's yeah. so mad. <laughs> she knows he left attention and the Washington Hotel. She knows that he leaves the house every night. Uh, Peter surprises her, though, and deflects all that by saying he lost the Stark inter- internship and starts boo-hooing a bit. Sure. And then she's, she's not mad anymore. Um, now Peter just goes back to being a normal kid. I may have shed a t- tear or two there. <laughs> you were very upset about it? No, I mean, because, you know, May's been through a lot, and Peter's putting her through the ringer. And when he finally tells her the reason why he's rebelling, uh, she understands. And, uh, you know, I, I thought that was a good scene. Yeah. I, again, I, I think it was kind of a they, – they don't come out and say it, but right when he said, I know you've been through a lot. I didn't want to put this on you. They're talking about Uncle Ben dying, right? But Correct. They, 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 they never oh – boy. They don't say it directly to the audience because I guarantee ninety five percent of the people watching this movie know that already. Uh, <laughs> except except Skay. There's about five percent out there. He's still Spider Man's yeah. origin. I don't I feel like you don't even have to read a comic or watch any of the Spider Man movies and you would have some knowledge of Spider Man's origin of being bit. I know he got bit by ben a spider. Died. Yep. You know Uncle Ben died? Uh, who? Oh, the, guy, the guy who makes rice. No, not no. Uh, okay, so um, <laughs> uh, Aunt May is a widow. Um, her husband Ben has you know passed away, and so she has the sole possession of Peter because Peter's parents passed away when he was younger. So he is in the you know he he gets they get custody of Peter. Uh, ben and um, you know Aunt May uh, get custody of Peter. Ben hey, just like dies. the movie, we don't have to go through. <laughs> and then May gets custody of Peter. So yeah, we're allowed to skip it. Too. I, yeah, Uncle, I, Uncle yeah. Ben. Uncle Ben passes away. They don't even they don't even say his name in this movie. So. Until you guys mentioned it, I forgot that he was a thing. Yeah. Um, I, All right. Yeah. And just Marissa Tomei is so yeah. good looking. Who the hell cares about Uncle Ben? Come on. Uh, you kidding me? I'm okay, kind of curious who ended up with her. <laughs> I was kind of curious who ended up with her. Something skimpy, right? Oh, wait, that's inappropriate. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, <laughs> the Lego Death Star being built. Um, which is a nice little moment. Yeah. Peter yeah. tells Liz that he likes her. Yep. She says, I know. 
power move from Liz there. Yep. Han Solo style power move. He asks her to the homecoming dance, and she says yes to the dress, baby. <laughs> and we get a montage of uh, Aunt May teaching Peter how to dress up, tie ties, how to dance, all that stuff. Uh, he goes to pick her up, and her dad answers the door. Her dad is the vulture, Skay. Oh, my God. Twist? That's, that's a huge note right here. Right top back page here. The dad, the bad guy is Liz's dad. Wow. Did you wow. see it Pretty coming? Wild, right? I did not see it coming. No. I didn't see it coming. I didn't, I didn't either. either. No, it was a... Even though, like, on paper, you might be like, oh, come on. How do all those stars line up to be, you know, this? Like, you know, really, this is what's going to... I loved it when I saw it in the theater. I'm like, oh, that's great. That's great. Good, yeah. Make yeah, him the dad. That's awesome. Well, but, even the music leading up to it, it wasn't like your typical suspense coming. Dude, when, it when, stopped. Listen yeah. to me real quick, and then I'll let you guys talk. I swear I'll be quiet. When he invites Peter into the house and Peter just hangs out in like that foyer area for a couple seconds, not knowing what to do, that is phenomenal acting. I love that scene. He didn't know what the fuck to do. He had no clue. What am I going to do? He just sat in the entry area trying to figure out how to process all that. It's also a double down. Great. Because it's a first date. A big dance. They're all You're meeting the up. parents. It's meeting the parents. Coming. Oh They're my god! Like, uh, it's a nervous teenage kid meeting his girlfriend. I would parents. agree with you, Dwayne, except for he like doesn't stop staring at her dad. Oh, <laughs> oh, shit. Like, like they're taking he, pictures, true. and he's just yeah, like staring true. at her dad. He plays I, it I did, so bad. That's so bad. I did yeah, notice, oh, I did that's my dad too. I was like, he's brutal. really playing it cool. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I did but notice that, that this but time, that, though. That like, shows the inexperience and the dread uh, and the fear. Terrible, you terrible. know that this dude is is a murdering, weapon selling psychopath, and you're just you're freaking out in the moment. You can't handle it. You're 15 years old. What what else are you gonna do? He just climbed up the side of the Washington Monument, which is 15. 555 feet tall, as we established <laughs> earlier. And he like swung off the side of it. He jumped over a helicopter, which was spinning, grabbed some like the little feet underneath with his web and swung into that window. And you're telling me he can't handle walking into this kitchen right now? Uh, yeah. Uh, he doesn't have a suit. This I hate. I, exactly. Exactly. This is why I hate Peter Parker. And I like Spider-Man. Spider-Man is way better than Peter Parker. Peter Parker sucks. He's soft. He's weak. <laughs> oh, and man. Spider-Man is like, he's, he's much better. He's strong. He's by the powerful. Way, by the way, you understand Spider-Man now. Yeah. Yes. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I'm saying that's the lure that's the, of Spider-Man. Thing, right. Peter Parker is still the shitty, nerdy, scared kid. Yes. Yeah. Yes. But the stuff that comes that. after this is 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 my favorite part of the film. But but go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. See, it's your sixth favorite I, part of the film. I disagree with that. I think they could have done the next part way better than what they did. I'm no. Kind of disappointed. No. Disagree. I disagree with whatever you're about to say because I know no, what I you're think it was done pretty I dis- well. I disagree. I think it was awesome. 
Especially with well, the color scheme. I know I know what you're I know what you're gonna say. She used the camera, she didn't use her phone to take the picture. <laughs> what? No. no. Talking about when Vulture drives them no, to the dance. No, when they're driving to the dance, it was the perfect scenario. Rami, for... you promised you weren't gonna talk. Okay, oh, right, oh, okay, go. okay. Rami, Rami, set this one. I got this one. Set this one out. I like this part. It's because awesome. of the colors. Hey, I... shut up. Shut up. I got this. So come on, man. This scene was pretty good just because of the color schemes that they played into the car ride scene. The green and the red with the stop yes, sign. Yeah. It was done perfect because you had the green Very on the vulture well. and you had red on Spider-Man. It was done perfect to play the both abstracts of the good guy and the bad guy. Well done. Very well done for it. The scenes that have led up to this okay, point. You can talk. <laughs> look, I'm just saying the scenes that have led up to this point where Ned has blurted out that oh Peter knows Spider-Man, you know, and Tony Stark internship, all that stuff just comes into fruition in this car. And any normal person, we have said this in multiple superhero films, should have figured out that this person was Spider-Man by now. And Vulture did it. He sat in the car. After about 50 fucking hints as to it. No, it was like three. It, uh, it could have been so much started better. Having, he, he's like, oh, you know, you're in a Tony Stark internship. Oh, you've met oh. Spider-Man? Tell me oh. about that. When you, when you allow me to host the show, I will give you my, my points. On he, recognized, he, recognized, he recognized his voice. He said, I've met you somewhere. It just all came together in like a three-minute car ride, and for him to put that together in that quick of a sort of ensemble, what are you talking about, I thought was they great. Beat him over the head with it. It's so like not if it if they would have just been subtle with it, it would have been great. All right, well, Peter, yeah. what are you gonna do after hold you on, Superman wears glasses? Hold and on, God, and nobody can just, tell that it's him. Am I allowed to fucking say my point? Hold on, so, uh, scared. Wait. <laughs> Oh, next, next scene. This is my favorite scene in the movie. So he has not seen the movie before this, and he has an opinion. I see him shaking his head over there. Yeah. Right. I, I, I haven't even given my side of it for you guys to argue with. What, 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 what is, what is your side? What is your side? I'm Let's saying he's driving him. He asked Peter what he's going to do after he graduates. He says, "Oh, I'm a sophomore." Liz says, "Oh, he has an internship with Tony Stark." Perfect yes. time for him to you're, kind of put trying, it together. You're trying he to impress. Does. Let me finish, God damn it! You're trying to impress your father. You're Mute trying him. to impress your Mute father. Him. Mute him. <laughs> he says he doesn't have it anymore. It was boring. And then she said, "Boring? You get to hang out with Spider-Man." Still yes. doesn't get it yet. Yeah. He still doesn't get it yet. Even though right there they could have done that subtly, and then uh, this is where he figured it out. Nope. But then Liz says. You're always disappearing. You disappeared from my party. You disappeared from DC. Oh, he still doesn't get it at this point, and then he eventually gets it the next thing Liz says. What does she say? That's not subtle. It's more impactful. It's more impactful if he figures it out after the Stark internship. Or even if you want to take it one step further and do the he hangs out with Spider-Man. Then it's more impactful, but they keep beating you over the head. Liz keeps talking about, oh, this is why you're Spider-Man. This is why you're Spider-Man. This is why you're Spider-Man. Like 50 times. The, uh, uh, I don't know. 
it could have been way more subtle and impactful if it's, if he figured it, it out. Like, it, I don't unmute me. Unmute me. I don't think it was that terrible. Take me off mute. Hold on, let's skate like, talk. What? Uh, what was the like? What? It didn't seem that much. Did you think like he should have figured it out in the house before? No. I don't fault him for figuring not figuring out in the house. I think taking the scene at the house and how Peter was staring at him the entire time, and then hearing he has an internship with Tony Stark, he should have figured it out. But then Liz says he gets to hang out with Spider Man. At that point, he should have figured it out. Can someone take me off mute, please? Am I off mute? No, Skay is talking. (laughs) I'm not really talking. I'm just kind of shaking my head and making hand gestures like I. Why do you guys? Why do you? I don't think it's that ridiculous. Why do you guys assume that an inner like this guy who is a underground criminal selling alien weapons to the baddest of the bad assumes that Spider Man is a fifteen year old kid? Right. Yeah. Why do you think that he's going to make that assumption right away? It's a kid. They think it's It's a not right away. Like I said, there's like five instances of her talking before he finally figures it out. Right. I'm saying the scene would have been more impactful if he figured it out after two out of the five things. Fifteen year old kid, you just Uh, oh, he should have known this boy is a is a superhero. He had he had inklings. He's not a boy. He's a man at the beginning. He he kind of smelled (laughs) a rat. Seen him before. He sees how tall he is. Get out of here. Right. Right. He's He's seen Tom Holland. Tom Holland's like five foot four. Of course, he, my, he my heard his voice. favorite so. scene of the movie, Bernie Hates. I didn't say I hate it. I said that it could have been way more right. subtle and so, impactful. So, so, Skay, what were your thoughts on this scene? Uh, I really liked this scene. I thought it was cool. Um, especially the end when they get to the fucking dance. And he says, you know, uh, what does he call her? Pumpkin or uh, whatever the hell he calls Bubble? her. He, I don't know. Something, yeah. Get out of the car. I'm going to give him the dad talk. And then he calls her jelly bean. He calls her jelly bean. Yeah. And then he picks up like a gun and holds it. You know, I'll fucking kill you, you motherfucker. Don't, (laughs) (laughs) don't fuck with me, man. I like that part a lot. He said, I will. He goes, you saved my daughter's life in Washington and that I cannot repay. So my repayment to you is not killing you right now. Right. What a, that's that um, was sick sick I, I feel like i've lived that scene several times just without the <laughs> handgun in the front seat you know i've been there that's <laughs> so you climbed to the top of uh Washington well i mean not quite to that extent <laughs> but i've had that similar conversation like if you fuck with her i'll kill you you son of a bitch like i've had that a couple times so i could relate to peter in this moment Scared? Pretty much, yeah. The, and and it, it's it's a really an extra part of the dynamic when you've fought each other like all, nearly to the death before. Yeah. Like, and you both know it. Mm, man, that's intense. Uh, it was a really it was a really good scene. I thought of the whole ride and the end. I thought it was as well. I thought it was too. And I think the scene leading up to it with the lights playing an effect during the talk was, uh, was really well done. Okay. Next scene. I, I obviously didn't notice the lights. I'm just saying. <laughs> yes. There was some green and red action there. I, it like turned green. He was like, Oh, I, I know it now. Like, yeah. It's like, the light go, went off. Go. The light went off. Like, yep. That's it. Speaking right. of going off, 
<laughs> Pete walks into the dance. He finds Liz and says, I gotta go. Yep. Uh, I'm sorry you don't deserve this. He takes off running, grabs his suit from under the magic lockers, and he steps out of the door. And Shocker's right there to clothesline him. Uh, he doesn't have his web shooters. Uh, well, he doesn't have them he, on. He doesn't have them on, yeah. He doesn't have him on his person. Shocker's about to finish Pete off. <laughs> <laughs> Dead hits his hand with the webs. Um, you didn't think he, when you were writing that line, did you? <laughs> <laughs> Peter tells him to call Happy, tell Mr. Stark that Liz's dad is the vulture. He steals Flash's dad's car and cell phone, and he takes off. Uh, He tells Ned to track his phone, which he um, smartly left in the car on purpose. Peter figures out that Vulture's going to rob the Avengers plane since it's moving day. Um, Moving day. Ned well, is in the computer lab. Well, and as a as the audience, you know that because the tinkerer kept telling him, like, "Hey, I have that high altitude suit or whatever yeah. it is." Right? How many times? Yeah, they, they mention that? they mention it like five <laughs> times. Um, teacher turns on the lights where Ned is in the computer lab doing his man in the chair stuff. <laughs> this is great. Happy and track Peter, and uh, she asks what he's doing in there, and he says, "I'm looking at porn." It was the one that he's like, I'm uh, looking at porn. <laughs> it's it's such a great response because it's believable, um, and it's also the worst response you can give. So, but it's also the response that the teachers like. That is okay, how comedy works. Yeah, it's it was great. It was great. But it's also the response that the teacher's going to be like. All right, well, just turn off the computer and leave. Yep. All right. That's, that's what <laughs> we're I not going to talk about this. Yeah, that's what I figured you were doing. You admitted it. Now get out of here. Hey, yeah. hey, wipe the computer down. Yeah. Turn it off and leave. I would personally do the power move and be like, oh, yeah? Prove it. <laughs> Finish in shame. Um, Pete Aim confronts. <laughs> Vulture in the warehouse. Um, Vulture tells him that he's young. He doesn't know how the world works. Pete says, yeah, but I know selling weapons to criminals is wrong. And Vulture says, how do you think Tony Stark paid for that tower? Boom. Yeah, that was great. That was a great line. Great line. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, Vulture gives the cliche, uh, uh, rich people don't care about us, poor people. Spiel. He's distracting Pete though, so his wings can get airborne. And um... by the way, at this point, isn't Vulture a rich guy? <laughs> not, not rich. Yes, he he he's uh, comfortable. Upper he's... upper class, I would say. Yeah. What he's saying is that he doesn't. Yeah, he he had to build himself up to that. He he had to live off the scraps, is what he says. Yeah. Um, the wings take out a bunch of pillars, and the ceiling drops on Peter. He's oh, stuck man. and pinned under the uh, the rubble. This is awful. He sees his mask in the water, and you hear Tony repeat, if you were nothing without the suit, you shouldn't have it. it isn't this a callback no, no. to a comic, though? It is. Uh, Skay, what it is. issue of Amazing Spider-Man <laughs> is this a callback to? 
Uh, this is clearly issue 43. <laughs> um, uh, you are pretty close. It's actually yes. issue 33 from the Master Planner oh. Saga. Oh. Uh, you're pretty close, Gay. I am kind of. I got impressed. one of the numbers right. <laughs> I'm kind of impressed that you were only ten off. Um, yes, this is a very famous cover. Um, like I said, this movie is like a love letter to Spider-Man comics, and that's what I like most about it. There's so many moments in here that are just like directly pulled from the books. Um, we even get another one here at the end too, but. Um, this scene, not not only does he see his, you know, um, uh, face in the water and his half Spider-Man, half Peter Parker, but before he gets the courage to try to get out of this rubble, dude, he's he's like crying, like like someone would do if they were in this situation. A 15-year-old kid who's being buried under rubble, who's unable to move their body, he starts crying. And that is exactly what someone would do before he got that strength in order to get out of this mess. That was heartbreaking. And it just goes to Tom Holland to being such a great actor. And uh, that's, that was, that's awesome. Or Steve Ditko and Stan Lee writing a great story. Sure. It's just, it was very believable to me that the way that he portrayed his situation was very scary. And that, you know, maybe he won't get out of this. He's trying to lift himself up and he has no strength. And so he just starts crying like a kid. Yep. Oh One of God. the best Spider-Man arcs, Skay, if you're ever interested in reading. Read the Master Planner saga. Um, Pete gets out of the rubble and then he latches onto the vulture who's just hanging out on a billboard as just chilling, waiting for Spider-Man to lift all this rubble off himself. Um, He's waiting for the plane to... Oh my God. I know, Rami. All right. <laughs> waiting for the plane. It just happened to be when Spider-Man got out of the rubble. Sure. The plane. All right. Fair the enough. Plane. Yeah. Um, they've finally used that high-altitude vacuum seal. You're not going to talk about what Happy said was on the uh, plane? Uh, only thing I remember is I didn't have notes, but I know they mentioned Thor's belt that gives him extra strength. Yep. They also mentioned a new shield for Captain America. Captain and, prototype shield. And I think just a new suit, right? Yeah, uh, Iron Man's you know suit. Uh, the Hulkbuster uh, suit, he said. Yeah, the Hulkbuster. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Captain America's prototype shield and Thor's belt. Yes. Which he couldn't pronounce. Yeah. Does does Thor's belt have a weird name like Mjolnir? I yeah. I wondered it that does, as yes. well. It does in uh, Ultimate Avengers. It does. It does before that. It's in Walt Simonson's from the eighties that I'm reading right now. Yeah. What is it? Belt, isn't it? I don't. I don't remember. It's some <laughs> half everything they name is like Nordic weird fucking name things. So I just in my brain, I'm just kind of like 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 Darcy Mirmir. Oh man, oh man, it is <laughs> really exactly how really weird. No, I just remember from the Ultimates. Making Euro, making Euro, something yeah. like that. It's just in your head when you're reading it, you just Mirmir. But again, like it's like you're saying, like it's a callback to like he's like I can't pronounce this. <laughs> like we're helping right now. He also has gloves too. Apparently, gloves, yarn grip beer, great beer, <laughs> yarn grippers. 
Something like that. Yeah, yarn grippers, and he's got meow meow and Megan <laughs> Euro. <laughs> Megan Euro. Yep. Um, thankfully for the vulture and his plan, the plane is unmanned, and he doesn't have a bunch of guards with guns and all that stuff. So he just overrides the security um, on the plane. They deploy a decoy that Happy is tracking, so it looks like the the ship or the plane is on schedule. Yep. And really, he's going to take it somewhere else. Yep. Meanwhile, Vulture starts opening up cases that are full of Avengers tech. Um, we see a bunch of uh, Iron Man arc reactors. We see some guns and assorted other things. And then we get a really cool fight scene outside the plane. Um, Plus you here. get to see Spider-Man on projected on the plane. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. That's true. Good note, Dwayne. <laughs> <laughs> After this crazy fight scene that sees Peter nearly go through one of the engines on the plane, he steers the plane away from crashing into buildings by uh, webbing uh, the flap on the wing and pull and pulling on it to turn it away from the buildings, which is uh, pretty cool. It's a Lilo and Stitch moment. <laughs> Uh, it crashes onto a beach by some Ferris wheels and stuff. Skay, which issue of Amazing Spider-Man is this reminiscent? <laughs> of? Uh, this is sixty-four, I think. Ooh, way off. This is issue forty. Forty. Uh, where uh, Peter fights the Green Goblin in a fiery beach outside an amusement park. Oh uh, wow! I can't believe I forgot that. You were, you were, I had high hopes that you would know that one, Skay. I was just too late in the timeline there. Uh, Norman gets amnesia and he forgets that he was the Green Goblin. Um, Spider-Man saves him, pulls him out of the, the fire and burns his suit so no one knows that he was the Green Goblin. So, there you go, Skay. Now you don't have to read it. <laughs> now you okay. don't have to read it. <laughs> Thank oh, goodness. Man. Thank goodness. <laughs> they fight on the beach. Um. Vulture's wings are pretty fucked up, and uh, so beats. watching this this time, like so the the big wings, right? He controlled them and took out those pylons that brought the building down on Peter, right? Yeah. So at this point, when he starts lifting it and he's having trouble, wouldn't he just call the other guy and be like, "Hey, can you send the other suit?" <laughs> he's like, not Tony Stark. Drop that one. And, yeah, but they. It, they showed he pretty much is right. That thing was just flying around by itself, taking out the beams. Yeah, nope. but he's not Tony Stark though. No, he's like Tony Stark from Wish. They can't do that because there's about ten minutes left in the movie, Dwayne. <laughs> there's no time for other sets of wings. Um, so he leaves Pete pretty much beat up, and then he grabs the case of like arc reactors. He's trying to fly away with it, but his suit's going to blow up at any moment. Um. Pete shoots the box uh, and starts pulling on it, trying to save him because he sees exactly what's going to happen. The wings are going to blow up and then blow up the arc reactors. Uh, Vulture falls and then it blows up, so he doesn't die. But Pete pulls his body away from the fires and then he gets all the um, Avengers tech 
and crates and stuff and puts them into a nice neat pile, webs vulture into it and leaves a nice little note for happy on it. Um, what a nice guy. Yeah. He's it friendly. Cuts to him at school and Liz is clearly leaving the school in tears. Very sad moment. Yeah, um, that check bounced. Friends. The check didn't clear. They're moving to Oregon to get away. Skay, what Spider-Man bad guy is from Oregon? This is, uh, <laughs> this is a trick question, Skay. There isn't one to my knowledge. I'm just... Mm. <laughs> she tells Pete, whatever's going on with you, I hope you figure it out. He won't, but that's a nice thought. <laughs> Teacher sits down and congratulates the team for winning the national championship of Dorkdom. <laughs> he says they need a captain and he's appointing Michelle. She uh, says, Thank you, but my friends call me MJ. But she doesn't uh, have any friends. This surprised me the first time I saw it, saw this movie too. The MJ reveal. I thought that was pretty cool. I I didn't because she's Michelle. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, her name doesn't have to be Mary. Uh, it's fucking Spider-Man. Yes, it has to be Mary. No, it doesn't. <laughs> no, it doesn't. Uh, so, yeah, no, I like the reveal as it's well. It's literally Mary Jane. So what does the J stand for in Michelle? Michelle. Michelle Janice. Janice, yeah, Jamie. Michelle. Uh, Janet. Whatever, yeah. Bullshit. It could be anything. Hmm. Well, there is one semi-villain that's from Oregon. Ooh, no. is there really? Is there? Yeah, I just looked it up. Um, he was discovered in Oregon, living there. The Submariner. Oh. He's hmm. Submariner. He was a villain for the Fantastic Four. And he kind of goes back and forth. He's the Aquaman of the Marvel Universe, gay. Except for he has little wings on his ankles that can allow him to fly. <laughs> yeah, Ooh. and he's constantly hooking up with the Invisible Woman. No, he's not. Yes, he is. You know he is. So yeah, suck it, Bernie. He's from Oregon. <laughs> he's not a Spider-Man bad guy though, but well, he's a New York bad guy because he's Fantastic Four. Yeah. Um, where are we at here? Uh, he gets a text he gets a text um, to say head to the bathroom which if I had a dollar for every time I got that text message (laughs) Happy is in there he thanks Peter and says he really loves his job Um, you kind of saved my ass kid thank you Um, before I met Tony and then one of the toilets flush (laughs) the kid comes out and he's washing his hands is it it me or is this like the longest scene of the movie (laughs) yeah it did seem like it was forever Uh, Peter and Happy just stand there awkwardly as his kid washes his hands for like five minutes it's fantastic it's fantastic are you telling me Happy didn't check like the stalls to see if anybody was shitting before he arranged Head of security for Stark Industries did not check the bathroom. Come on. One dude. of two stalls in that little All bathroom. you have to do is look for feet. Are there feet there? <laughs> yes yep. or no? Um, Happy says the boss wants to see you. He takes him upstate to the Avengers compound. Tony tells him, sorry, I took your suit. Actually, it was a touch lo- a tough love moment. Um, so he doesn't really apologize for it. Uh, <laughs> Pete, he needed to 
he need to urge Pete on here. He tells him he was wrong about him, and with a little mentoring, he will be a real asset to the team. He tells him behind those doors there are about 50 reporters. When you're ready, try on that suit that he uh, brings up from the floor. And uh, we'll announce the newest member of the Avengers. Uh, pretty sick suit. Skate, Skate. Do you like the suit? <laughs> yeah, that suit was really strong. Strong suit. Very mm-hmm. powerful looking. Yep. Would have fit great, I think. Yeah. Tony says after the conference, he'll show him his room. It's next division. Who isn't big on doors or walls? Um, Pete says, no, thank you. I'm good. I'd rather stay on the ground for a little while. Be the friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. Someone's got to look out for the little guy. Tony says, last chance. Yes or no? Pete says, no. And then the next time you see Pete, he is wearing the suit in... Whoops. <laughs> Spoilers. No. In a future movie. Oh, in a, in a future movie. I was going to say, in he's wearing movie, the suit he... that Tony gave him originally. Uh, in a yeah. future movie. Well, he immediately asked Tony if this was a test. Like, he Yeah, he, he's going to leave, and he turns around and he says, wait, was this a test? And Tony said, yep, you passed. Uh, and then Happy says, "I'm go to the go to the car. I I need to have a word." <laughs> yeah, go to the car. Uh, he says, "I told you he was a good kid." Pepper comes out of the door, and you see the reporters in the background set up for a press conference. She says, "Where's the kid?" They tell her he left. She asks, "What we're going to tell uh, the people waiting for the big announcement?" Uh, Tony asks Happy if he still has that ring. He's been carrying it since 2008. (laughs) (laughs) She says, I have a better idea, and they go into the room. Um, Skay. Yes? What's her better idea? I don't don't know. I thought they were just getting married. Because uh, Happy throws Tony the ring like while they're walking in there. Yeah, I don't know what her big announcement is either. I don't know. I don't know that they ever reveal what it no, is. No, I don't think they ever do. No, they don't. Um, Pete goes home, and on his bed is a brown bag that says, This belongs to you from TS. Who's TS, Gay? Do you know? Uh, <laughs> I, I don't know. Who could it be? Who, who could possibly have the initials TS? Tito is it a Sanchez future movie? His, no spoilers. Tito Sanchez from the sandwich shop. Oh, mm. was that that guy's name? Oh, okay. <laughs> he, there's a sandwich in the bag. Exactly. So he puts on the sandwich and he's walking around his room. <laughs> he takes the lettuce off and Aunt May is standing there in the doorway. And she says, what the fuck? And that's how the movie ends. <laughs> you want to know what kind of sandwich that was? It was a hero sandwich. Oh. 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 See wow. you later, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> After Wait. credit scene, the first one is the vulture is in prison and the scorpion sees him walking down the hall. His face is all scarred up a little bit. And uh, he says, relax, this isn't on you. It's our little spider friend. Um, it says he has some boys on the outside who would love to meet him. Heard a rumor that Vulture knows who he is. Uh-oh. Vulture says, if I knew who he was, he'd already be dead. Guard yells for him and tells him that his family's here. 
which they were supposed to be in Oregon, so I'm not sure what that was a reference to. <laughs> well, they could do visits like once a month or something. Yeah, maybe they maybe they visited him before he left. I don't know what the timeline of this scene is. Yeah, um, but I assume you figure the trial probably took seven or eight months before you got a trial and then was found guilty. And then there was another like two months before sentencing. So it's gotta be at least a year out. Right. Seven or eight months. Uh, right. I yeah. Would, I would think, but, but Gargan was still scarred up. He saw the bandages. So it could be pre trial. This, yeah, but this he may not even have gotten a trial prison. yet. They wouldn't put him in the maximum security prison pre trial. Okay. Come on. Hmm. He's charged, books, gay. he's charged us some pretty high crimes here. I don't know. Yeah, call your lawyer friend. Um, Rami, do you want to jerk off to the second scene? Yes. That's why I was being <laughs> quiet the rest of the film. Go ahead. Um, this, is one of, this is one of my favorite uh, after credit scenes of, of the entire MCU. That's so um, stupid. No, it's, <laughs> it's the greatest. I remember watching this in the theater. And you just have Captain America coming out and talking about patience. And that sometimes even the most patient people do not get the reward at the end. And that you're basically a loser for standing around waiting for an after credit scene that did not happen. It's so good. I love it. And I can't believe that someone's about to tell me they hated it. <laughs> Why didn't you like this? This is really, really funny. Nope, nobody said they hated it. <laughs> No, before I was about sit to in silence and let Rami Bernie literally fight with just himself. said Bernie literally just said this is stupid. So explain to me why you didn't like it, because I'd like to hear that perspective. I'm just gonna let you fight with yourself. I didn't say no. I thought it was stupid. I, you but right before I talked, you said it's stupid. I said it was stupid that you think it's one of the best oh, it's awesome. credits. No, it's awesome. It's 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 so good. It's so simple and just throughout the entire movie having Steve Rogers come up and give these public educational talks in his Avengers one costume. It's glorious. It's, it's, <laughs> it's fantastic. So no, I really like this end scene. Um, it's, it's one of my favorites. Okay. Hey, do you have an opinion on Captain America? And I, ju I just liked it with it fit in real good with the rest of them. And I thought it was kind of funny like that little bit of a slap in the face you waited this long for like nothing yeah um, that's great I, I don't know that it was one of the best end scenes yeah but I, I, it's different not, not one of the best but i'm saying the impact was probably different for you because you get to fast forward like you know just fast forward like we had to sit at a movie theater yeah yeah and just yeah, fucking like wait for minutes. it to come on <laughs> For 10 yeah, minutes but, to sit there. But, but in that moment, I remember myself being in the theater and seeing that was what I was rewarded with and really laughing at it. I'm like, oh, that's 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 great. I I enjoyed it in the moment. And so no, it's I super it's it's funny. I don't know if it's the best after credit scene, but it's, it's <laughs> I said it's one of the best. It's top three for me. What it's, are the other two? Well, I mean, the, the the first one we've already talked about was uh, the end of Iron Man one, just because I didn't I didn't expect any of that, and the second one we haven't discussed yet. So, you guys ah, have okay, okay, yeah. Ah. So, so 
number one is the Iron Man end credit scene. Number three is the Captain America scene at the end of Spider-Man Homecoming. Number Ooh, two is one of the unknown future movies. We'll hmm. see. Hmm. Yeah, we'll see. That's a future question. Yeah. All right, and that is Spider-Man Homecoming. There's only one thing left to do. Two things left to do. We got to rank them and score them. Rami, since you're already in a ranking mood, why don't you go ahead and go first? All right, so um, I give this movie an 8.75. Um, it's very high on my list. Uh, I, I really enjoy it. Watching it again just brought back all those really good memories. All the things we've talked about, uh, I thought the movie was fantastic. Uh, best Spider-Man movie up to this point I've ever seen. Uh, uh, Eclipse, the Tobey Maguire stuff, the Andrew Garfield stuff. Uh, it was just on another level. So, ranking the movies from top to bottom, starting with number one, Winter Soldier, uh, Avengers 1, Guardians of the Galaxy 1, Civil War, Iron Man. Wait, wait, wait. You, you got to give number... And number of the movie. <laughs> okay, I know you guys do that, but I was trying to save some time. I was, I was trying to save some time. Um, okay, I'll start from here. Spider-Man Homecoming uh, is uh, one, two, three, four, five, six. Uh, Captain America 1, number 7. Guardians 2, number 8. Thor 1, number 9. Ant-Man, number 10. Captain Marvel, number 11. Iron Man 3, number 12, Avengers 2, number 13, Hulk, number 14, Iron Man 2, number 15, and Thor 2, number 16. All righty, Aaron, go ahead. All right, so I'm going to give uh, Spider-Man Homecoming a... I'll give it a 7.5 out of 10. I'll give it a 7.5 out of 10. Ooh. So uh, ranking all these movies, there's like what? One, two, three, four, five. There's, I think there's 16 total. Oh, 16 movies. Okay. Do I start from worst or do I stop for, start from best? Best. Best to, best to worst. Okay. Best. Uh, I'm gonna... It has to be like Avengers 1, 5. <laughs> okay. Well, I just heard Rami do it. I'm just, that's a lot of goddamn movies. Okay. Yeah, and by the way, Bernie, uh, next time you need to give the guests a list at least. To go no, <laughs> I don't think I will. <laughs> okay, so starting off with the best for me, I'm going to start off with uh, Winter Soldier. So Captain America 2, Winter Soldier. I'm going to give that a 9. Uh, you don't need to wait, score. Wait, wait, wait. Just, wait, am I? Okay, number one. Score, score Spider-Man and then rank him. I did score Spider-Man. So he I gave know. it a seven. He gave a seven point five out of ten. Yeah, for Spider-Man. Yeah. Okay, so going from best to worst, number one, Captain America: Winter Soldier. Mm-hmm. Two, Iron Man one. Three, Guardians of the Galaxy. Four, uh, Ant-Man. Whoa. Five, five. Ooh. Guards of the Galaxy Volume 2. Six, The Avengers. Seven, Captain America, the first Avenger. Eight, uh, Civil War. Nine. Oh, man. 
<laughs> Iron Man 2. 10. Uh, Age of Ultron. 11. <laughs> Thor. 12. Iron Man 3. 13. Uh, you have to do Hulk, Captain Iron Marvel. Man 2. Uh, Thor 2, Hulk, and Captain Marvel left, I believe. Yep. Uh, I'm going to do Captain Marvel, followed by Hulk, and then Thor 2. Thor 2 is last. Good. Very good. Thor 2 is last. Congratulations. These are answers from people who haven't recently seen The Incredible Hulk. <laughs> um, I told Dwayne. you I, I did watch it. Well, then you're wrong. Dwayne, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> All right. For Spider-Man, this will be controversial because I have multiple of this, but it's nine. Good. Whoa. Yes. Nine. Okay. Wow. Yes, I was hoping you'd be higher than me. Good for you. Mm. Yeah, he is mm. higher than you. With by, that answer. By 0.25. <laughs> with that answer, he is. Yeah. So, for me, it's Avengers. One. One. Spider-Man one. Two. Awesome. Captain America two. Three. <laughs> <laughs> Iron Man one. Four. Oh, shit. I think I screwed that up. Uh, it's captain america three two captain america two four no five sorry guardians one six captain america one seven guardians two eight captain marvel nine thor one ten iron man two eleven iron man three twelve ant man (laughs) <laughs> 13 <laughs> Avengers 2 what am I on 14 <laughs> ah I'll turn the tables Thor 2 14 am I off I don't know no that was 15 Thor 2 was 15 15 and uh, Hulk 16 there you go um Per canon on this show, Skay goes last, so I will go next. I'm giving this uh, 8.75. I am... Yes. Oh, my. Strong. Strong. Like, Strong. Um, Good for this, you. This is a great Spider-Man movie. Good it's for you. the best Spider-Man movie up to this point. Um, I Into the Spider-Verse is probably my favorite Spider-Man movie. Um, but live-action Spider-Man, this is the best. Um, it's a love letter to Spider-Man comics. Um, there's so many bad guys in it. Um, so many references. Um, it's funny. It's, it has action. Um, it's just about all, at everything you could want from a Spider-Man movie. Did this help like recently reading the comics, like watching it this time? I noticed more like subtle comic book stuff. Having recently read the first sixty some issues of Spider Man, oh, interesting. Um, 
yeah, I think it helped. Um, obviously, I have you have to like Spider-Man to read the first sixty because yeah, you do. The Silver Age stuff is hard to read at points because it's from the sixties and the writing style and stuff is is a rough read at points. But um, <laughs> it's a teenager written by a forty-year-old. Is that what you're yeah, it's, it's pretty much forty-year-old <laughs> Stan Lee trying to be like come up with cool lingo for sixteen-year-olds? A Steve Buscemi meme pops up. <laughs> uh, yeah, I love this movie. Uh, all right, rankings: Captain America two one, Spider Man one two, Avengers one three, Guardians one four, Iron Man one five, Ant Man one six, Captain Marvel one seven, Captain America one eight, Guardians two nine, Captain America three ten. Avengers 211, Thor 112, Iron Man 213, Thor 214, Iron Man 315, and Incredible Hulk 16. And that's how it's done, gentlemen. <laughs> Yay. See, we, because they got high. Because they got high. Because they got high. Skay. We have it very easy, Bernard, you and I. We go very late in the ranking system here. I I had a lot of time to write down my order, and it makes it really. I have easy. it on my phone I, that I add while other people are talking. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> um. Anyways, I gave fucking this millennial. <laughs> yeah, you're like fucking Peter Parker on your use... phone the whole time. I didn't use smoke signals like Dwayne did. Right. <laughs> yeah, piece of paper. That's all you need. So, um, are you saying that Dwayne is the real vulture? From the comics, <laughs> he could he could play Vulture. Go ahead, Scan. <laughs> Score eight. This movie's an eight. It's a solid eight. Um, I like I said earlier, I don't like Peter Parker, but I like Spider Man. He's strong. He's good. And Peter goes through on a nice little like grow up journey here in this movie. In addition to the rest of the shit, I like a lot of Iron Man. This is an Iron Man heavy movie. It is for being Spider Man movie. So that's why I gave it a seven and a half. Yeah, I'm going eight here. Um, that makes my ranking, which I compiled over the last five minutes. Um, <laughs> Avengers one, one, Guardians of the Galaxy one, two, Iron Man two, three, Captain three, Civil War uh, number four, Iron Man one, five, Spider Man one, six, Guardians of the Galaxy two, seven. Avengers 2, Age of Ultron, 8, Captain America 2, Winter Soldier, 9, America or Iron Man 3, 10, Thor 2, The Dark World, uh, 11, Captain Marvel 1, 12, Captain America 1, 13. Oh my god. <laughs> Thor 1, 14, Hulk 1, 15. And I have here written on my note sheet Fuck Ant-Man is 16. <laughs> what? So, oh, Ant-Man is 16. I can't wow. believe Captain America 1 is so low on your ranking. That's crazy. It's By just, the way, why was Iron Man 1 in there twice? Uh, no, Iron Man 1 was at number 5. And I don't know anyone that would say Ant-Man is the worst of the worst. Ah, oh, that's golly. You do it's know me. someone who says it's, it's me the worst right here. Yeah, like, yeah. I wish I just I I would I would be envious to to 
get into your brain and watch that movie from your perspective to see why you hated it so much. I just didn't. Uh, you, the podcast will be coming out soon. Enough, yeah, I know. But I, know. Like, <laughs> I just uh, it wasn't wasn't my thing, man. Ant Man is the weakest. He has the weakest what? powers of all. Man. Weak as fuck. Oh my man. god. He said Paul Rudd is the ugliest man on earth. Yes. Oh no. 100%. Oh no. Oh. I should have said for our fuck Mary kill earlier, I should have killed Ant-Man. <laughs> I'd squash him like a little bug. I would turn the shower on and rinse him down the drain. Oh my god. Oh. That hurts that hurts my heart. That that's that's just sad. That's just all right. Run along a conveyor belt as an ant the whole time instead of turning into a human size and taking you two steps. Instead, you want to run there for twenty minutes. Like, come on, who hurt you? Ant Man sucks. Who hurt you? Ant Man sucks. Well, if you want to hear Scott's bitching about Ant Man, you can always download our Ant Man episode. Um, You must really hate Mac and me, fellas. That (laughs) about wraps it up for Spider Man Homecoming. I think we're gonna come under the two and a half hour mark once no, we uh, nope. once we we started this late. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. The did. time is not correct that we see up here, and yeah. also we're cutting out about fifteen minutes of Breaking Bad talk that you guys will not actually have to. <laughs> that hear. was the most Whoa, important no. talk of the yeah, podcast. Definitely, hundred percent. The new spinoff of Three Beers and a Mic, Three Beers and a Breaking Bad review. Blaine, write down this because this will be cut as well. Name to be determined. Next episode is Black Panther. So stay Three beers and a better call, better podcast. I am I am the danger. (laughs) Now we got got a Skay supposed to close this out, but he's fucking eating right now. No, I'm ready. For the love of God. Hello. Best episode All ever. Right, I'm kind of ready. I don't. What am kind I, of ready? <laughs> do your thing, Did, didn't I record out. the closing for this before the Actually, podcast? Wait, no. Let's do some plugs first. Yeah, plugs, bro. Plugs. You got to give me. See, go ahead. Keep eating on the podcast. Thank you, yes. Aaron. What would you like to plug? <laughs> plug some things, please. Oh, oh okay. Uh, you check out the Front Row Negative podcast. Uh, we, we're back. Me and my bro Chris are back. The recording. Uh, we found time and. Uh, we're doing it. We still have a uh, front row disappointment videos on our YouTube channel, uh, which go up weekly. Uh, I've got my art page uh, on T public and Redbubble. So if you want to buy a shirt from three beers or for my own stuff, uh, be sure to check it out. I know uh, everybody up here has bought a shirt except for Skay. And no, Rami. no, no, oh, no, no. Wrong. There was a sale recently and oh. I don't know that you see who orders shirts. Uh, uh-huh. From your site, but I, I know T Public probably does most of the processing and bullshit for you. But uh, yeah, very shortly here, I'll be becoming official when we do these podcasts. I'll have I'll have the appropriate gear you in the, the future here, gear? in let the near check, future. Let me check the invoices real quick because they do. <laughs> you should have seen a couple. Uh, okay. There was there was two shirts ordered. A uh, across the streams and a, yes, and a three bam gamecast. Yes, yes, three bam gamecast. Yes, I see right here. You bought it on the twenty fourth. Uh, something like that. We yeah. don't need all Jesus the information. Christ. Do you have hey, my hey, credit card hey, number? Giving, shit I'm there? Come on, out his address. Relax, relax. I'm not giving out his address. Calm yourself down, please. I'm not. I'm not. You know, saying that his IRS is out of debt or something and looking for a call or anything. But yeah, but yes. So everybody has bought a shirt up there. For my store, which is awesome. 
Which you can find on crossstreamsmedia.com. You can. You can. Uh, yeah. Uh, shirts, YouTube channel, podcasts. That's pretty much it. I'm a very right. tired person. Rami, what would you like to plug? No, um, I, I really appreciate everyone listening to the, you know, three beers and a mic podcast. Um, you know, these offshoots that we've had recently have been fantastic. Um, I, I really enjoy uh, us being involved with Cross the Streams Media, all the extra people that we've met and uh, yep. continue the momentum. All right. Dwayne? What are you plugging, Dwayne? You don't want to know. <laughs> oh, wow. Wow. I don't know what that means. Okay, oh, I think uh, you do know what that means. Skay, what do you want to plug? Oh, dude, Burn Appetit. I'm excited for Friday's episode of Burn Appetit that we're recording. Well, it won't be Friday. Well, know, it, it, it will be Friday. Whenever this comes out, you're right. I'm not excited. <laughs> I'm not excited for this first Friday's episode, but every Friday following, I'm excited yeah. for those episodes. I'm not because not because the first episode isn't good, but yeah, I'm just I think I make a little bit of an ass of myself. I don't know. Am I too drunk? Nope. We don't worry. Everything. You have a good editor. <laughs> <laughs> heavily edited um i will also plug the podcast burn appetit which by the time this comes out you will probably hear both aaron and rami on episodes of that um so go check that show out follow me on instagram at burn appetit go to crossthestreamsmedia.com where you can um follow that show you can follow three beers and a mic you can follow front row negative and all the other shows that we have on the network um all right, that will wrap it up. Skay, bring us home. Uh, what <laughs> what movie eating? did we watch? <laughs> I was busy eating. I would also like to plug DiGiorno Croissant Crust Pizza. <laughs> you can peel the bottom off and put it on the top, and it's like a pizza sandwich with crunchy crust all over it. It's very delicious. Also, this was three beers and an MCU name pending. Our review of Spider-Man Homecoming on the Cross the Streams Media Network. Thanks for listening. Bye. Peace. has been a Cross the Streams media podcast.